What are you going to do about it, you fairy? Clarence Darrow should rot in hell. What now? He's just a jackass. I'm finding out more things every single day. Ah, what's the latest? He, he and Joyce are just an impediment to this show, to my show, and to uh, our success. He's an idiot. If anybody thinks I'm going to spend the next two and a half years of my life working for some punk uh, sports nerd, they're dreaming. Crazy person. I mean, you guys, the sports shows all have got like three or four people working with you guys on your shows. And they continue trying to prove that I only need one person with me to work this show. They're crazy people. And he should rot in hell. There's a special place in hell for Clarence Darrow. To try and take somebody away from you? No, no, I'd say, well, they have been trying to do that for a long time. They've been trying to prove that we don't need three people to do this show. All the sports shows, even your buddy, the big... Uh, Rock solid. Oh! Even he wants two people now is what I'm hearing. And they both have to speak Spanish, by the way, fluently. At 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going on in your place, in yeah. your world. I heard about that one. Just be real happy when you're sitting in Vegas, man. Just be real happy when you get away from these people. Kiss the ground. Kiss the microphone. Kiss the uh, slot machine. So what else? <laughs> That's not enough to get you going? Uh, not enough for you? I guess it's not a bulletin. You know, uh, I'm off for the next three days. I'm going to put this place behind me for three days. Oh, me too. Just not even think about it. Yeah. It's a good idea. That's what I always do. Yeah. So, um... When is your when is your first vacation? When when do you leave now? Is it three weeks or two weeks? Three weeks from today. Okay. Then I come back uh, two days a week till after a week after Labor Day. So life is good. Oh, listen, uh, outside of this place, uh, life is great. Outside of a couple of tough machines, mine, but I can I can get over that. I'm not going to ask you where you're going because I know you won't say. Well, I'm going where? When you leave for the summer. I told you I'm going to I'm going to Berlin for a week. Yeah, I know that. How many different places are you going to visit this summer? I'm not. I'm coming back here. Oh, you I'm are? going to be there for a few couple of days, of course, down there, just to keep everything legal. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking what I ought to do is probably rent me a P.O. box in Niagara Falls, New York. Why not? I mean, you know, instead of coming out of Florida every uh, three or four months for a few days. Yeah. Just give me a P.O. box as long as I have a U.S. arrest. I could just go across the border, get my passport stamped, and, like, stay a weekend or something and come right back and get another 180 days. That's the way it works here. I have to renew my driver's license this year. Well, don't worry about it. Let me tell you how that works, okay? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, get somebody there in the station to do it for you. Go online and do it. That's what I did. Yeah. I had the sticker, you know, the blue sticker they put on the back. Have you got one of those? Yeah. Well, you'll get another one for six years in the mail if you do it online. Oh, that's you 15 bucks. Send them 15 bucks. Go online. You could be deaf, dumb, blind, armless, legless. In fact, I got a story about an armless guy that was driving. I'll get to later. But uh, And they don't care. They don't, in fact... The picture on your driver's license in Florida, you could be 80 years old, and your picture was like when you were a teenager. Like the obituaries. You ever notice how when they run pictures of people who pass on? Yeah, they were like 30. Yeah, they used their, their high school graduation yeah. picture. And then you look and see how old they were, 97. You yeah. know? No, but it's true. Don't worry about your new license. Just They, they don't care. They give you a vision test. They don't give you anything. They don't even know if you're alive, if you have eyes. Kind of like a Chicago legs. election. Yeah, that's right. Or, for that matter, a Miami State election. county election, right. Same crap. So just have one of the uh, computer... Uh, it, it takes about two minutes. That's all. Okay. You just put your... In fact, you get your old license out. You put the number in there, whatever your license number is, and you get the form to fill out, and you send a check-in for the 15... In fact, you don't even have to send a check-in. You do that right online. Card. Just take your credit card, and you'll have it within less than a week. Guaranteed. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. I'm Six more years, man. 
Like when I use the ID here, like at uh, Woodbine, if I have to, when I cash in my points at the uh, winner, the loser circle, and uh, rather than schlepping my passport with me all the time, I shouldn't want to take it and lose it there at Woodbine, God forbid. So, you know, I use my driver's license, and they look on the back, they'll look on the front first. I'll say, oh, no, the renewal date's on the back. And I always, I always enjoy explaining to them that in Florida you get a, a renewal in the mail for six years. And they look at me like, what? And I said, that's the Florida effing way, man. That's the way we do it, eh? And they shake their head like, holy crap. You know, our governor is not going to be the commissioner of the National Football League. Oh, geez, I'm thinking he ought to start tomorrow would be good. Get him the hell out of Tallahassee anyway. That story was so bogus. Yeah. Just three nerds from a newspaper. Was it as bogus as Joe Bell? I don't think anything could be that bogus. He's not going to be football commissioner. Who, Joe Bell? That's Burt Bell. No, Joe Bell ought to be the uh, football commissioner. Get him the hell out of there. They already had a bell. Did you get the memo? What memo? About the 4,000 new people we have on staff? No, I didn't see that. Oh, you've got to get this memo from Joe Bell. New hires. I think what it's going to be is they're going to, the new philosophy, we're going to have like 7,000 salespeople, and each one of them is going to go out and sell 10 bucks a week. <laughs> yeah, dollar a holler. And also on the list of all these new people, of, of which I never heard of any of these people, uh, the only one I heard of, Evan Cohen. Now, wait till you hear this line. Evan is doing some weekend work for Josh. You may be aware of Evan, who, as he is the PM drive host on ESPN Radio, 760 in the Palm Beaches, he's doing some weekend work for Josh. In all my life, in my 80 years in this business, I never heard a general manager describe someone on the air staff as doing work for the program director. Did you? In other words, Josh has the keys to the kingdom. Josh Darrow. Not to be confused with our Josh. He barely has keys to his car. Oh, I'm getting the memo now. In that some oh, line? Welcome. This is the same Clarence Darrow that says that we don't need more than two people to do this show. You know, you should rot in hell, Clarence, and don't ever think about calling here again. You'll hear a dial tone so freaking fast. See, his claim to fame is that my paycheck shows up on time, which it did yesterday. Big deal, okay? Like I'm going to give him a gold star and a purple jelly bean for that, that they finally uh, get around to getting my paycheck showing up on time. Big Simmons, man. Congratulations. What a loser. That's the, uh, I'm, I'm telling you right now, in fact, how much how much you want to put in? I'll split whatever it costs for a hitman. Take him out this weekend. Now, I'm so serious. We have, we have another part-time guy who's on Zeta, or was on Zeta. No, he's, is he, um, no, he's, what is he? Is he an air person? Lee is oh, doing I some see. part-time work. I don't know who the hell that is. He was I thought the that was PD another SEALs guy. morning guy. He was Flea on Zeta. None of us ever heard of Flea, and that's because nobody listens to Zeta. Flea. I don't know who that is. Lee Feldman slash Daniels. Oh, well, God forbid we have another guy named Feldman on the station. Like, we don't have enough Jews on here already. So it's got to be Lee Daniels, a.k.a. the Flea. Flea. He was, he was the PD morning guy for 99X in Fort Myers, worked at 98 Rock in Tampa, and most recently was Flea on Zeta. And then I guess he fleed from that and came over here. Lee Feldman. And by the way, Gary Sarner's an a-hole, too. I just thought I'd mention that. I'm really just nauseous. He comes into this morning. Every single thing he gets involved with is a scam. Everything. He just doesn't go out and sell, you know, like an account, and then we do spots or whatever. No, everything with him has got some kind of a scam in it. Oh, you're going to get 80,000 mentions on WQAM, and uh, everybody's going to be reading all these promos. And he, he's everything he gets involved in, man. Although he does walk around with a big, bright smile on his face. What a jerk. Seriously, it's just, I, we have reached a point now, you know, well, whatever the word crisis is, we, uh, well, a thousand times whatever that means. You know, in other words, that, that, that pales into insignificance. We're so far beyond that. And then the word yesterday is the reason nobody could find Joe Clarabelle was he was at lunch. Wait till you hear this. With Bruce Beasley and Clarence. How'd you like to have been a fly on the wall in that lunch? Or a flea on the wall. Or yeah, a flea on the wall would be good. Did or they... a flea in their pants. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Go Lee sushi? Feldman. Well, well, let me ask you something. Who? When is this Lee Feldman on here? Does anybody know? I don't know that he's on the air. I don't know what well, it does to say what he he's does He's also here. doing some part-time work. What was he doing, cleaning up? I don't know. Part-time work. Maybe they hired him to put the studio back together again after they put, like, those U.N. baseball games on, like, yesterday. And by the way, Clarence, I hate to break the news to you. George doesn't make that stuff up, okay? For eight years this has been going on. Every time they use our studios to they whore it out to put one of those extra games on and farm it out to KAT or somewhere, they come in here and they turn our whole place upside down. All the settings are screwed up. It takes us the first half hour in the morning before we can even talk to each other. You jackass, Clarence. There's, see, this is the worst guy, like Keith Olbermann says on MSNBC, you know, the worst person in the world. That's the worst person in the world, and our general mangler has turned the keys to the kingdom over to this jackass, this quizzling. You fairy. Yeah, him. What an idiot. And, and you invented him. That's the thing. I don't want to, like, you know, get all bent out of shape about you, but you're the guy who invented him. You're like, you're like Dr. Frankenstein. You invented this monster, and now he's just been turned loose, and he's wreaking havoc on the entire place. I invented a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. You invented Stu Gotts, and look what uh, we got we got from that. Yeah. Now he's across the street uh, doing anything he can to uh, harm us, just like Joel Feinberg said. What a jerk. They'll do anything in the world to hurt us, like like a child, you know, like an overgrown child whose entire life is based on his daddy's money. By the way, nice book there, uh, uh, Joel. Most of your numbers start with a... Oh! Yeah, at least you're consistent. Could put your audience into a teacup and have room for the Chinese Army's ass left over in there, Joel. <laughs> But they got that nice little spike there from the Dolphins, you know, that they lost $3.5 million on last year. In fact, what was that line he said in that story about how he's the only guy that could lose $18 million on a station that previously made money? Wasn't it something like that? Yeah. I bet his father's yeah, proud. Oh, I'm sure. Make Daddy proud, Joel. Proud that your son is such a jackass. Puts Jimmy Syphilis on there to do the Dolphin games. Well, that's, you know something, Mr. Weaver, we were just talking about him yesterday. Yeah. Mr. Weaver's rolling over in his grave. Hearing that little pansy Jimmy Syphilis doing the Dolphin games, shrieking like a little girl. And, and I don't know how long this Ricky drama is going to go on here. Man, every day I keep looking to see if that, uh, well, they're still talking. But a beep, but a boop, but a bop. And, you know, the, the Argos are already in uh, camp. Oh, yeah, their season starts pretty soon. Yeah, I think June 15 or something like that. And, and nobody cares here. I mean, if you could, the level of interest in the Canadian Football League on a scale of minus infinity. Oh, don't tell me the Heat lost last night, 92 to 88. I must have dreamed that. They made a heck of a run there at the end. I was getting a little bit nervous. I thought they might pull that baby out. They're way the hell down. They covered. One thing about basketball, boy, especially the NBA, but college as well. The last two minutes of the game takes uh, 40 minutes. That's true. Like 75 timeouts and TV timeouts and, oh, brother, just a joke. Plus, so they really stop the clock every time you really don't have to, Yeah, you really don't have to watch the game. You just watch the last couple of minutes. That'll take an hour. Well, Evan is doing some weekend work for Josh, and maybe Lee Feldman Daniels, uh, Lee Feldman is it, doing... It uh, makes it sound like you're doing yard work. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's In fact, that's what, what George said this morning. He said, yeah, he's mowing his lawn. I mean, that memo is not exactly a, mon a monument to me memo writing. <laughs> In other words, it's not a memo to solid management. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, it's kind of oh, weird. Oh, God. All these bizarre, all these sales. Well, I mean, we got, how many salespeople do we have now? About 30, man. I, actually, I never Easily. worked in a place. It's like a boiler room, man. They're all sitting back there on the phone, going through the phone book. You want to buy a couple of spots, dollar a holler. I, I don't understand what's going on. And see, and I know this is a, this is a really radical concept. I want you to listen to I'm going to make a suggestion here, and then you see what you think of it. See, if I were calling the shots, 
what I would do is I get the programming straightened out and make sure that we have you know a regular lineup on every day and people know who's going to be on. I, I put the best possible lineup on. Then I'd hire people to go out and sell the product. See what I'm saying? It's like an inventor. First you invent the product, and then you hire people to go out and promote it or sell it or do something with it. Does that make any sense, too much sense? Well, there was a sales problem here. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Like but me. the interesting part of it is most of the people who were the biggest part of that problem are still there. That's the sad part, in addition to all these other people. I'm going to read that memo on you. That'll take us up till about 1.30 this afternoon. I'm so aggravated now, I might just go out somewhere to say, I don't want to say where. I might, I might run in the other room now and call my cab guy and say, come pick me up later. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? You ever get that feeling where you just want to go and plunge your guts out just to get out of your system? Yeah, sure. Yeah, oh yeah. That's how I feel right now. Look who you're talking to. What a question to ask me. Yeah, I know, but I just wanted to get you to say it. Well, who knows? I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're into a different kind of gambling. You're that horse and around crap. Yeah. That was my, always my favorite line, are we alive? In a horse race. No, seriously, are we alive? To show how naive I was when I was a kid going to the track the first times, yeah. are we alive? And I said, what does that mean? In other words, is the horse you're betting on trying to win, you moron? Oh, oh are we alive? <laughs> and then as you're tearing up the ticket, you're thinking, no, we're not alive at not all. We're now. dead. Kind of like us here at QAM. No, we used to be alive, but now we're D-E-D. Clarence, I hope you rot, man. I hope that the bird of paradise takes a huge wild diarrhea on your desk. You idiot. You quizzling. You fairy. God, I'm hearing more and more stuff every minute of every day. This, he's, and he's just in denial, you know, because after all, what does our show have to do with sports? He, he's going to be the reason I'm going to be making an early exit. When's your deal done? Uh, one year from the end. When, one year from December. Me too. No, you have more than that. No, no more. I'm, I'm looking at early retirement now. I want out. O-U-T. Out. I'm not really thinking about it. I have uh, 428 days in a wake-up. <laughs> That's how we used to count down in the Army. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 48 days in a wake-up. It was like jail. And you marked like little QAM, X's yeah. on the wall. Mm -hmm. Well, the good thing is, Monday we won't be on. Now, this show, we're at least trying to put our best foot forward. we got George and Josh, are gonna, Cordis, going to be there. For two hours, anyway. But then we said, okay, go ahead and uh, put the, the big O on there, Mr. Ego, Mr. Spanish Ego. Rock solid. How do you say ego in Spanish, George? I think it's ego. Ego. Is it really? Is it ego, it's ego? Latin, so it should be the same. Get out of here. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'll look it up. Uh, I think hey, in, in Spanish, how, how, did you ask how do you say ego in Spanish? Yeah. Orlando. Oh, Excellent. Rock solid. So we uh, gave him those two hours so we could go out there and do his uh, appearance from some car dealer from noon to four. From noon till midnight. And they're going to do the whole show in uh, Espanol. No, 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 uh, parla, uh, no parla inglese uh, key. See, I'm like starting. I'm, I'm putting all the languages together now. I'll, except English. I'll, be doing, I'll be doing heavy gambling on Monday. Good. Very good. I, I think I'm going to do some today. No, not I'm today. just in the mood right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a run to the phone during our first break. Say, pick me up at uh, 2 o'clock. I'll be ready. I'll be right at the door. going to go plunge my guts out. I'm going to take a shotgun and blow up in that machine from the other day. Just just to take out my frustration with Clarence Darrow. Oh, God. And Joe Bell. And Joe Mama. <laughs> well, I wish you lots of parallel bars. But just keep in mind. No, forget about bars, man. Forget about bars. Five times, five times Wheel of Fortune. There's four grand for you right there, man. How about three Wheel of Fortunes for 166 grand? It's long due. They haven't paid one of those since October. They're long overdue. Come on, cough it up out there, you grave robbers. Cough it up. You know, those places really have a license to steal. I, not that I need to tell you that. No. Good God. It's unbelievable. 
And when you stop and think about it, all the skimming that was going on, because I always see those shows about the mob in Vegas, you know, on A&E, and those are always fascinating. But you see all the money they were skimming, and they didn't need to do that because they had a license to steal in the first place. They were making so much money, you know. And they still were so damn greedy, and that, that of course, is why most of them got wound up uh, in the slammer. Like Mo Green, he was skimming. Yeah, look at Mo Green. He was skimming off the top. Yep. Now he's just unlucky, just unlucky. You don't go to Vegas and talk to a man like Mo Green like that, let me tell you right now. I wouldn't dare. Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. Ever. <laughs> well, listen, have a great weekend. You and, too. and plunge your guts, man. Win a bundle. All right, you too. I'm going to go do it. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm going to uh, win enough to hire a hitman. I'll, I'll let you know on Tuesday morning how much I need to. Maybe you, we can win enough out. to buy the radio station. Yeah, yeah, screw it. Okay. See ya. Bye. Bye, Clarence. God, I'm going to get. I'm going to you know, something about a hire a guy with a Mack truck to run his skinny ass over. Clarence, you fairy. You jackass. You idiot. You quizzling. You simpleton. Friday, you press. Yeah, you are the material girl. Yeah. But I still felt like something was missing. And what was that something? Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was just a friendly kiss. Cool. Yeah. Who is it? Incredible. Really? Yeah. And fun. And I don't know why people are making such a big deal about it. You really don't. I really don't. You really don't. Hasn't anyone ever seen two girls kiss before? Well, I don't know if most of America has. Um, Go right ahead. Really? Yeah. I'm not Chris? kidding. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Mm. Mm. It's incredible. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. That, that's the uh, kiss of death. That's Ooh. for Clarence. I'm kissing him off right now. Don't ever come in there again and talk to me. In fact, if he ever comes in there, uh, I want a heads up on that immediately. All right. Because I'll get up and walk out of this room until he's gone. Remember like with Fredo. Remember that? Right. Michael said, uh, you know, he wanted advance notice when he was going to come in there because I'll, I'll be gone. 1017 at 560 WQM, one big happy family, baby. It's Friday, May 26th. What does that mean? I don't know, but we'll figure it out. It means that Monday uh, I'm not going to be here. But George and Josh, uh, see, now I have to say Josh Cordes every time. Like, why don't you just change you say, your name? Why do I got to do that? Well, because he won't. I mean, we can refer to him as Clarence. Yeah, but just call still... him Clarence. Okay. Just so the audience understands, because you sure don't want to get lumped in with a tub of crap like that, with a piece of walking turd like that. I'll say one thing, man. One thing at QAM. No other station in America has got a walking turd. If you're a cigar smoker and like to kick back with a good premium brand, like to have a big fat one in your puss, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is for you. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco processed and aged up to 10 years. Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker specializing in small-batch, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, the flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider and 9.1 by Smoke Magazine. I'm still trying to figure out what it was that Gary Sarner said this morning. Do you understand what he said? He said, bada boop, bada boop. <laughs> <laughs> this rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also, be sure to try their Bahia Deseo, the hottest release cigar in the last 10 months. The Deseo gets a high rating. Of 91 by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider. It's a big, powerful cigar, man. It'll just tear your kishkis out. The Deseo has complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and a note of charred wood. 
To get 40% off on all Bahia cigars, tell them Neil Rogers told you to call and call them at their toll-free number. You're going to save 40% just for mentioning my name. Call 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's 1-800-35-BAHIA. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this is 560 QAM. God. Aaron Spelling presents the hippest kids in the final frontier. It's Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and Scotty in Star Trek 90210. Dudes, Mike, I'm never going to pass my intro to warp speed exam. I'm going to flunk out of the academy. Help a guy out. Dude, I'm in pre-med, not a miracle worker. Why don't you just sit next to Spock and cheat all by him and whatnot? Thinking you can pass a test without studying. It is not logical. You, pointy ear, geek. Star Trek 90210. Spaceships, Scuddy Hall, and ships. Dude, there's Uhura. What a day. Let's go chatter up. Hey, Lassie, I stole some Romulan ale from my parents. Come on, let's party. Oh, no, you didn't. I don't understand why you guys constantly try to, as you say, hook up. What are you, gay or something? No, phones. That's Sulu. Oh, my. Star Trek 90210. Going boldly where no Star Trek franchise has gone before. Yeah. 1023 at 560 WQM. Just a little bit of bad news from Iraq. Let's get it out of the way like we do every day. There is no good news. A powerful bomb exploded today in an outdoor market in a majority Shiite part of East Baghdad. Killing at least, killing at least nine people and wounding about thirty men. At least said. Wow, how handy. I like that. As Iraq's prime minister expressed hope that two security posts could be filled within days, he expressed hope. They're thinking about it. Now comes the important part. Here comes this memo from Joe Bell to QAM staff. Ray new hires from Joe Clarabelle. This will take us till midnight. I want to welcome some new people to the WQAM team, says Joe Bell, who obviously is uh, Mr. Gladhand, like I said before, and has nothing to do with the QM programming per se. He's handed the keys to the kingdom to Clarence. Speaking of Clarence Darrow, I have two, uh, three words for Clarence, okay? You know what they are? I give up. Go to hell. Anyway, it says uh, from Joe Bell, I want to welcome some new... And, and uh, Norma Kent, by the way, was going to call me last night. Didn't call me. I wake up this morning. I went to bed around, I don't know, 11.15, 11.30 last night, and there was no emails from anybody, because if there would have been, they would have come on my BlackBerry, you know. And I wake up this morning, there's an email. Well, I'm uh, home and awake now, if you want to... I must probably put that on around midnight, you know, after you finish just scouring the neighborhood. So, uh, useless as boobs on a, on a pencil... I'll tell you one thing, if there were boobs on a pencil, a lot of guys would write a lot more letters, I'm sure of that. No question. But what a, what a joke. So I'm like uh, out there on a limb. I'm thinking two, two more words. I've got those three words for clearance. I've got two more words that are very, very pressing in my mind right now, especially after the conversation with the Humper just now. You know what those two words are? I give up. Early retirement. Ah. Anyway, let's welcome all these people to our QAM team now. I'm sure the audience, get your, speaking of pencil, with or without the boobs on it, Get your pencils out, and again, pencil with a big eracer on it. Remember in school we used to have those? Mm-hmm. Not just your regular little eraser. Oh, the extra, brother. you put it yeah. on over the regular eraser. Uh-huh. Avi Klimo. What? Avi Klimo. Says, you already know Avi as he's been here for a few weeks. Do you know him? Uh, I might have met him, but I'm not sure. Josh, you know Avi Klimo? Never heard of him. Well, it says, you already know him. He's been here a few weeks. Avi is a Michigan native and Michigan State alum. Well, whoopee-doo. Who comes to us from ESPN in New York? Avi is selling sports play-by-play, so he's got nothing to do with us. Steve Sloan. Steve was the former local sales manager at 790 The Ticket and is a 15-year-plus market veteran. Never heard of him. 
Steve's got a strong background in both TV and radio sales. He'll also be working with Ray, that's Ray Perry, on the play-by-play side. So he's got nothing to do with us. I did meet him. Yeah. And what did he say? He said, hey, how's it going? I'm Steve. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good start. Did he say, what show are you with? What do you do? No, he actually he walked in uh, when George wasn't here. So um, I was just sitting here, and he introduced himself to me. Yeah. And he said, what are you doing in here? He said, I was listening to your show on the air today. I said, that's to great. your show? When is your show on? Well, Monday. Craig Dunaway. Craig is a Beasley veteran, having sold for 99X in Fort Myers for six years, most recently in Virginia Beach. Craig will be joining the WQM spot team. An Ohio native, Craig was in retail management before getting into radio 10 years ago, and I guess now that he's a QM, he's getting back out of it. Roy Saransky. Like Avi, Roy joins us from Michigan, where he sold in Detroit for the last few years. Makes me think about... Yeah. Roy is a radio veteran and sold for some great stations, including WABC in New York. Roy is also selling on the spot side. <laughs> he's selling spots. Now, would anybody here want to get measles? He's selling spots. If he was at WABC, what the hell is he doing at this joint? Evan Cohen. Evan is doing some weekend work for Josh. Not for QAM, not for the air staff, but for Josh. Little hedge clipping. You may be aware of Evan as he is the PM drive host in the ESPN Radio 760 in the Palm Beaches. And Jim Sarney at the Sun Sentinel has got an Evan Cohen blow-up doll. And then finally, last but not least, Lee Feldman and in parentheses Daniels. Because certainly nobody in Fort Myers wants to be known as Lee Feldman. You know what I mean? Oi! Lee is also doing some part-time work. Trimming the hedges. It doesn't say for Josh, but evidently, I guess. Lee was the PD morning guy for 99X in Fort Myers, worked in 98 Rock in Tampa, and most recently was Flea on Zeta. Join me in welcoming our new additions. How do you like that? He was the PD morning guy in 99X Fort Myers. Well, what, what the hell is the guy who was the PD morning guy in Fort Myers at a, at a, at a, and worked in 98 Rock in Tampa and was on Zeta? What's he doing doing part-time work on this station, huh? Which I'm, I'm, I'm scouring the schedule. I don't see his name on there anywhere. Have you heard him on the air, air or seen his name anywhere? The flea? No, unless it was the guy, uh, like the little pimp that came in here at 2 o'clock yesterday. Yeah. and then what I mean, I don't know say? who that guy was. I've never seen him before. Well, what did he but say? He did have a long chain. He didn't say anything. But... He had a long chain on? Yeah, a long chainy. He just walked in there and did what? Well, the, the guy that was running the game out of here yesterday at 2 o'clock. I don't well, know maybe who it was. that's what he's doing now. The maybe process the of elimination there. Maybe we have the flea running the game and screwing up the board and uh, readjusting all the settings. Big hair, well, big chain, let's little say body. welcome to all our new additions to WQAM. And just remember one thing. Clarence is the Antichrist. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. For nothing. Absolutely. The temperature is zero. It is cold. It is so freaking cold. And I cringe every time the wind blows. In my pants, something is shrinking. I'm so cold, I can't lip-sync. That's because it's zero, baby. And I cannot feel my toes. There's a tingling in my fingers. You fairy. And my private parts are frozen. Welcome. Oh, my nose. 
Yeah, exactly. 1035, 25 to 11. Let's look at that lineup today. 2 o'clock, we got that sound, man, on your radio. 2 to 4, we got Gildy. Well, obviously, he's got the naked pictures because we got an awful lot of that sound on the air lately. Mad Dog at Quarterdeck and Davey, 4 to 7. Three solid hours of the Mad Dog today. Mark it down. It's one of those rare days. Marlins on deck, 7 o'clock tonight. The Marlins host the Mets tonight, 735 at PP Park, followed by the Eddie Kaplan Show. The Marlins hosting the Mets so that three-game winning streak is on the line against the lowly Cubs. I, wouldn't, I don't think it's going to go to four. No, me neither. Okay. Well, don't be so optimistic. Early retirement. Just keep saying that. It's, it's got such a nice ring to it. And I'm so, not going to go out there like Hank was suggesting and go out there and plunge my guts out because that's a guaranteed loss, you know? Just because you get pissed off or, or mm-hmm. aggravated, that's yeah, not yeah. a good excuse to go gamble your guts out. Don't that's take your anger out on your money. Right, exactly. Why should I do that? In addition to which, i got to be watching every penny now, now that i got this early retirement plan starting in a couple of weeks. Our poll from yesterday, and again, we want to apologize. Mike in Melbourne came up with his poll, and it really was it was a little bit weak. You know? <laughs> I tried to take the uh, fall for for Mike, but, yeah, and he admits it. It, was, it wasn't uh, hostile or negative enough. Hey, Mike, you know that poll? Excuse me, but I do believe that's just ass. Yeah. Anyway, if we had a mascot, it should be a fat Jew, 463. Now, what about, uh, let's see, let me look at that memo again. What about uh, Lee Feldman? Oh, now, is he fat, or is he just short and looks like Lon Chaney? I, like, I saw a guy yesterday that I didn't know, so I'm only... Did he look like, like a flea? Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I heard that flea uh, has done some Saturdays already. Here at the station oh, or at Josh's oh, wait a house. minute. Maybe that's uh, Mishmash. Craig Mish. Possibly. You think? Probably, yeah. Because it looks like that's what uh, uh, Joe Bell's got in mind for QM now. We're a Mishmash. We've got 17,000 people on the staff now, so you know it's like shuffling the deck to see who the hell's going to be on, who's on first and what's on when. And who's on your uh, ass? Anyway, a fat you, 463. We sure got plenty of those around. An amoeba or a jellyfish would have been a better answer, but amoeba's okay. No spine, 250. A jackass, 200. A bull because they're full of Schmidt, 297. I hate this poll, 79. A cowardly lion, 79. I did interview Bert Lahr in Ypsilanti, Michigan, 100 years ago. See, I think he hired that guy from Michigan State just to try to pacify me. A hyena who sounds high-pitched voice, 70. Goldfish, 23. And a vampire bat for the blood-sucking seals department, 19. See, I hate to break the news to uh, Mike in Melbourne. It's got nothing to do with blood-sucking. Our sales department, they just suck, period. Although we do have those 45 new salespeople now, and we have no idea who any of them are. Although I'm sure you know Avi uh, uh, Klima, whatever his name is. What's his name? Where's Avi Klimo. <laughs> huh? What the hell is his name? Klimo. Uh, Avi Klimo. Oh, he's the Michigan State guy. He probably uh, lived in um, Bigley Hall. I think that's a girl's dorm. 
So that oh, and here's today's poll, which we'll have. We got the thousand licked already. Who best fits this? A celebrity who became even bigger after their death. Even people who may have been very big during their life, but became even bigger after death. Elvis, 203, is there any doubt? He sold more records after he died than when he was alive. That's, that's uh, for true. 203. James Dean, 194. And we're still scratching our heads and wondering, what was mm -hmm. the big simus with him? He made three movies. He made Rebel Without a Cause, East of Eden, and Giant. And that was it. And his acting was wooden at best in all three movies. And uh, he's a huge, 194. Marilyn Monroe, 93. Tupac, 80. How's he doing? Oh, speaking of that, Kurt Cobain. They made a movie about his death, not his life, but about his death, Last Days, the worst movie ever made. Ooh, possibly. Kurt Cobain, 58. But I do like the shot of the front of the house, because he's, he's moving around in there. He's animated. Jimi Hendrix, 50. Ronnie Reagan, 40. Class B movie actor and a Class Z president. Buddy Holly, 31. Richie Valens, 26. La Bamba, baby. Una Bamba Grande. I bet you the Big O is impressed hearing about Richie Valens. Rock solid. Anything that has to do with that. I think the Big O ought to elope with Miguel. Although at least we like Miguel. Yeah, it's a Richie Valens, 26. Lenny Bruce, 21. Jim Croce, 16. Operator. He's good, Jim Croce. He was really good. Yes, he was. And now right, he's dead. Huh? How come I didn't get it? I'm going to put that in my iPod. Don't let me forget. All right. Janis Joplin, 10. And the Big Bopper, 5. Chantilly Lace. I, I don't know if he really fits on there. Because he, you know, he only had Chantilly Lace, I think, was his only hit. And uh, who the hell, who, who, who do you know whoever talks about the Big Bopper? Huh? They think Me? the Big Bopper is something up there in the sky. The Big Dipper, the Big Bopper. Juan Chaney and our uh, part-time... Uh, the Juan Big Bopper. doing some more for Clarence, by the way. There he is. There's the Big Bopper. Yeah, the the big Put a whole bunch of new music in here yesterday. Oh, good. Check this stuff. So uh, the fleet is doing some work for Clarence. That's enough of the big bopper, okay? Let's not overdo it. Nobody knows who he is. He's doing some work for Clarence. It has to do with something to do with Clarence's... Rectum. I'm not really sure what it is. Maybe we ought to call the people at Riddit and see if we can't get that bug out of Clarence's uh, butt. The flea out of there. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, flea. You sure got a lot of company. I'm sure you already found that out. 10.41, 19 before 11 o'clock. Monday, man, we got an award-winning deal. In fact, uh, just, just let you guys off those two hours. I sold my soul to the devil, to that Incredible. big O, so we could go make a few extra bucks. And we will. he will be doing his broadcast from it. Now, let's see. Is it going to be Gus Machado? It's going to be, obviously, some uh, one of those kind of car dealers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody who's uh, got a heavy Hispanic uh, involvement there, at least in their name anyway. Because uh, the big O will be doing the show in Espanol from noon to four on Monday. That, that's a part of the new format. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh, you forgot to mention, we got the two bad pieces of news. Forgot to mention that Michael Hayden was confirmed by the Senate 78 to 15 as the new chief of the CIA this morning. You forgot to mention that. Yeah, I did forget. And also we got, are you watching this thing about the shots fired at the Rayburn office building and the Capitol is in lockdown now? No. I am now. But certainly I can tell you that the police officers that I saw... Limbaugh breath isn't on there, is she? No, that's Dana Bash who's doing Limbaugh, she's coming. So you're not in that building right now. Correct. I'm in the Capitol building. I'm in the building that you're looking at on the... Dana Bash. Oh, shots fired. Oh. Again, the Rayburn building is a separate building. But they're all... They're all connected by... The tunnels underneath? The tunnels underneath. Oh, here's a good one from Gene Rogers for our poll today. Jesus. Want to put his last name on there? Jesus Christ. No, just Jesus. Because then, of course, Orlando will like it. He'll think it's Jesus. Take their staff. They call a bus from the Capitol. 
both to the Senate office building. Well, we'll keep our eye peeled on that because you know how newsy we are. Pues estrangulando el pollo para acá. Theaters now. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Stooges, Curly Skywalker, Larry One Kenobi, and Mo Two D Two. Oh, wide guy. Oh, wide guy, eh? Oh, Star Wars: The Phantom Stooges. What the fuck is a Phantom Stooge? Oh, 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 oh,
Speaking of what I was telling the Humper there about renewing his driver's license online, which is one of the biggest farces in history, I mean, stop and think about it. I'm going to say it again for the umpteenth time. My mother had her driver's license renewed for six years in the mail. Not online, obviously, because she didn't have no computer. So I, she just mailed it in. And she was like 84 years old when she done it, or 85. Isn't that beautiful? No eye test. They didn't know whether she was deaf, dumb, blind, quadruple amputee, uh, anything. Whether she was just a lump on a seat like Kate Smith in those final days. They had no idea. And they sent her a six-year renewal at the age of 85. Isn't that lovely? lovely. Zion America, baby, only in Florida with your fat-ass governor. Now, speaking of that, Wellington, New Zealand. Remember I was telling you about that movie? Uh, That's right. From New Zealand. What was it called? Oh, jeez. I still have to forget already. But John Barker was in it. Not Bob Barker. John Barker was in it. The locals. Very good. How would you know that? I told you, you I still had it on. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Wellington, New Zealand, armless man stopped for speeding, was driving with one foot on the steering wheel and another on the pedals, a policeman testified in court. <laughs> All right. Sounds like Florida to me. Uh-huh. Colin Smith, who was born without arms and has never held a driver's license, appeared in court last, uh, let's see, yesterday, charged with driving in a manner likely to be dangerous to the public. Likely. Not necessarily, but could be. The police officer who stopped Smith said the driver's seat was reclined and the armless man appeared to be using one foot to steer the car and the other to work the accelerator and brake. <laughs> Smith, 31, entered no plea but said he would defend himself against the charges. He told the court he'd been driving for years using his feet to steer and had never had an accident. How do you like that? Amazing. Yeah. Probably drives better than most of you bozos in South Florida who are driving around imagine. with both arms and both legs sure. and uh, a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. Certainly can't drive worse. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Let's see if there's some more excitement here at the Rayburn office building in the parking garage. Which level uh, the gunfire shots were you know, all I knew that ra- but, uh, racket? But we're on the third level garage, which is actually the top floor, and, and then there are two floors below it. I'm told by staff that there is a firing range uh, that the Capitol Police have. It's somewhere in the Rayburn basement. <laughs> I'm not where the location of that There's is. a firing range in the basement okay. of the Rayburn building. <laughs> uh, so you're... I think there's a connection. But you're in lockdown as well. Correct, Darren. Okay, um, John, are you still with us, John King? Yes, I am, Darren. Let's talk about a couple things here. First of all, wouldn't uh, that be fun? Yeah, yeah, it's just a little, uh, a little backfire, a little uh, slop over from the. Never expected range. to hear gunfire from the firing range. No, God forbid. Or maybe it was the backfire of a car in the, uh, you know, trying to start a car in the uh, parking garage. It's called panic, man, hysteria. That's what they want you to do. Get all hysterical. <laughs> Probably a terrorist act, no doubt. Probably Osama Yamama's in there in the Rayburn building, wouldn't you think? I can only imagine. I'd say there's just as much chance that he's in there as he's in Pakistan. We don't know. I, st- I still believe he's on a French Riviera. we got him holed up in a nice, maybe the Ritz-Carlton or something. Uh-huh. Whining and dining and uh, with his 18 brides and his 85 kids and uh, you know, just having a sweet, a swell old think sweet think he spends time. time on the beach, you know, catching rays. You think he works wouldn't on his hands? me. 873 votes on the poll, man. We'll have that 1,000 by noon, and then we can really <sighs> breathe easy, right? Breathe something. Who best fits this? A celebrity who became even bigger after their death. How come he didn't put Jesus on there? Thought he did. Josh. Well, he meant to put it on there. That's almost Josh. like putting it on there. He's over We're there putting it on right now. Jesus Christ. Jesus, he's on there now. <laughs> man, oh, what man. You know, considering the fact, I'm thinking it doesn't take three people to do this show. That's what Clarence said. I'm thinking one. You know, Clarence, seriously, there's a special corner of hell, and you are going to rot there uh, for eternity, hopefully very soon. 
you are one of the most evil, backstabbing, duplicitous little weasels. And what would you expect for a guy who, like, uh, bunks up with the Robert Creeper every night? Huh? What do you, what do you expect? Backstabbing, evil, duplicitous, lying sack of knowledgeless crap. Look what he did to Duff, man. He stuck him where it hurts the most. Rectum. He's still sore about it. Yeah. 875 votes. Bigger uh, after death than during life. Elvis, as big as he was during life, he is... I mean, they're schlepping to Graceland now like crazy, whoa, whoa. 215. Because he's still there, you know. And just like that horrible record that they put out. What the, was that thing called? Oh, my God. Uh, I got a misunderstanding? Oh, what a piece of swill. James Dean, 209. Couldn't act his way out of a paper sack. Hey, Jimmy. You fairy. That's for both James Dean and Jimmy Syphilis. Marilyn Monroe, 101. Tupac, 82. Kurt Cobain, 65. Jimmy, only the uh, shade of, uh, only the complexion's been changed to protect the guilty. Jimi Hendrix, 51, getting darker again. Ronnie Reagan, 41. Now, you notice something interesting? That. Tupac, Kurt Cobain, Ronnie Reagan. There's like shootings involved in three of those there. Uh-huh. Jimi Hendrix, he died from, uh, what did he die from? I think he choked on his own vomit. Oh. Buddy Holly, in other words, he threw up a little in his mouth? <laughs> not Buddy not Holly, a 33, threw up a lot. Richie Valens, 28, he makes me throw up. Lenny Bruce, 22. Just They just destroyed him. They destroyed him, man. They, yes, they butchered did. him. Jim Croce, 16. Janis Joplin, 10. The Big Bopper, 6. And Jesus already has got a pair. This is Neil Rogers. And Mary Magdalene, too. This is 560 This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions?
on a pool, man. We got that thousand. We got it licked and the pool, too. 11.05 at QAM. We got Geldy at 2 o'clock. You can't lick him. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. You know, this is Virginia Key. It's ironic that I'm coming on after that last song because, I don't know, I think it was 16 years ago when you were on that, that other station or 14 years ago when I brought up the difference between cigarettes and marijuana and why one kills and the other does not. Yeah. The main reason is that nicotine paralyzes these little tiny things in your lungs called microvilli, and those are what move out the dust and particulates in your lungs. So, so you smoke, if you smoke a cigarette, and all your microvilli get stoned and lie down, and all the crap pools in the lower lobes of your lung. And as so, the question is, do you want to get stoned, or do you want your microvilli to get stoned? That's the question. Exactly. And uh, but I just thought it was just you know ultimately ironic because there was a London Medical School college report that I brought up in '94 talking to you when you were still with Rick and Suds. And it said exactly that, that they were studying vegetarian Rastafarians on the north coast of Jamaica, which, uh-huh. you know, is an ideal group to study if you're going to study something like that. Yaman. Yaman. So anyway, uh, uh, play a gurgle for me and, uh, and have a good day. Okay, and smoke a fat one for Jesus. Always. See you. Okay, there you go. See, there's a good call, and let's not press our luck. <laughs> right? Absolutely. This is working out so much better than I ever dreamed in my wildest dreams it could. You know, too bad early retirement's in my plans. I just sent a uh, email to Norma Kent if she ever gets out of court and gets around. Oh, look at this, Bobby Bird raising his hand and screaming. It's very serious. But 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 meanwhile, they're still investigating the sound of gunfire in the uh, shooting range. That would be like saying people on the <laughs> set of the uh, uh, shooting of uh, the filming of Gunsmoke are investigating the sound of gunshots. <laughs> the cowboys were sighted. Yeah. We better investigate that right now. It's, it's a good diversion, you know. We'll get this on the case. They're good to keep their mind off the fact that the Senate confirmed, like, they rolled over and played dead Michael Hayden, this Nazi bastard, as the new CIA chief. 78 to 15 was the vote. Overwhelming. 919 votes on the poll. We'll have, like I said, by noon we'll have that 1,000. We'll have it licked, and then we can all go home. Get ready for this long holiday weekend. For some of us, some of you guys got to work just a couple of days there on Monday. It's all right. We'll take our way through it. No in fact, if you play your cards right, maybe you can farm it out to Flea or somebody like that. Oh, so I got a clarification, by the way. Yes. The, it's none of the people on the list that we're talking about, but apparently the, um, the, the, the little pimp that came in here at 2 o'clock yesterday, his name is yeah. Rob Walker, and he's a part-timer who's still in high school. Robert W. Walker? No, but I think that's his son. Oh. Rob Walker, who's a pimp who's in high school. Well, he looks like a pimp. 
I see. Well, he, he dresses like a pimp. How about that? And like I thought you said he looked like Lon Chaney. He had a long Chaney. He had a long one on? Yeah. When Brad Bigger of Coral Springs opened a letter addressed him from the Broward County Election Office Wednesday night, he found a new voter ID card for his wife. His wife got one for their daughter, and the daughter got one intended for a Deborah Bigler. By the way. Yes, something? Total of three faxes of this story this morning. Listen, I got this stuff, okay? I'm on top of my crap, okay? Just don't worry about it. You know, we appreciate your interest, and we're very newsy, etc. But we got in the gunfire in a shooting range in the Rayburn building, okay? We got police uh, doing target practice. And too bad Dana Bash wasn't one of them. Well, what's this all about? Unsettling to get a BlackBerry message put in front of you says, that says there's gunfire in the building. That was Representative Peter Hoster just a few minutes ago interrupting a House intelligence. Ah, just calm down. You're all sent to a bunch of nervous Nellies, man. There's a lot of gunfire going on in Iraq, and I don't see any of these people from Congress over there. Anyway, getting back to this story. All across Coral Springs and Parkland, voters whose last names begin with letters A or B receive the ID cards of relatives, neighbors, and cross-down residents rather than their own voter registration card. Another big screw-up. Another F-up. The cause was a mailroom glitch that resulted in up to 1,000 people receiving the card for the next person alphabetically on Broward's voter registration rolls. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. Election officials caught the problem before it struck the third letter of the alphabet, but it left behind a new headache for the orifice. For some, the follow-up received bad memories of, revived bad memories of Miriam Oliphant's tumultuous tenure as election supervisor, even the grueling 2000 presidential recount. For others, it raised fears of identity theft. With all the voting problems, I haven't trusted the voting system anyway, Bigger said. Now we find we aren't getting the right voter registration cards. It makes you wonder what's next. You might say that the, the voter registration problems are getting bigger and bigger. Wouldn't that be cute? Yes. His name is spelled B-I-G-G-A-R. Rather be a bigger than a beggar. The four members of Arlene Bumel's family also received the wrong cards, with her husband getting the one meant for Elise Boer. And don't, he said, don't call me Elise. It amazes me that nobody picked up on this error as the letters are being printed, Bumel said. Election supervisor Brenda Snipes must mail Broward's one million voter new cards before this fall's election season because the state took over the voter rolls and assigned new ID numbers to each person. Oh, no. And since my last name begins with a B, it wouldn't surprise me if I got one uh, signed for, like, uh, Shirley uh, Broward. Snipes asked her office's longtime mail processor, commercial printers of Pompino Beach, to mail the cards over the next few weeks. Snipes spokeswoman Mary Cooney said the mail machinery was skipping somehow and inserting voter cards in the wrong envelopes. It was the bad mail machinery, man. They got a bad machine again. She said commercial printers has accepted responsibility for the problem. About 100,000 cards have been mailed out, and officials are confident the problem is limited to the 33067 and 33071 zip codes. That's uh, Coral Springs, I guess. Is that, is that right, Josh? What is it again? There's, there's two in Springs. It can 33067 no. and 33071. Yeah, 7-1. See what I just said. It's very isolated, Cooney said. Still, Coral Springs resident Robert Beeman, he makes a hell of a chewing gum, by the way, isn't happy that he received Raymond B's ID card and somebody else got his. It seems like they really screwed up, Beeman said. The card has all your information on it, now somebody else out there has got it. Da, 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 da. The election's not asking anybody who received the wrong card to call 954-357-7050 to report the error and new cards will be mailed out. Through 954-357-7050. How do you like that? More, more screw-ups. Of course, I don't live in Coral Springs or anywhere near theirs. And neither do you. And neither does Josh anymore. And Josh better damn well vote this November. I will not. Will not what? I will not be voting. And why, not, why is that? You got me all wrapped up in the, uh, the last time. and I got It's way too frustrating. 
It's way too frustrating for what? It's just, uh, it's just a bunch of hokum, man. That's, that's what it is. What, what the hell does that mean? It's way too frustrating. Why? Because your man didn't win? Is that it? Yeah, but, you know, you kind of get emotional with it, and it's, uh, it's a very frustrating thing. You know, there are two words that come to mind, two words for me, early retirement, and two words that come to mind for you. You know what they are? What's that? Emotional cripple. I mean, if, if voting and not voting for the winning candidate every time, if, it, if you become that emotional about it, you need some assistance, mister. should see how he gets when his team loses. I, I just can't believe it. You mean to say with all the stuff that's going on right now, you're just going to look the other way? Uh, yeah. Maybe your could be your one vote that you don't vote that puts oh, the right wing right wing religion religious nut in there that just un, undoes all of our freedoms and we, we probably can't even continue doing the show. Probably have to play Hungarian mazurkas for the next uh, however in a couple of weeks I'm going to be here. Early retirement. Just keep thinking that to yourself. Just keep mouthing it. I know I am. E M R E R. Chew on it. Yeah. E R. Bastards. And that especially includes Clarence Darrow, man. I mean, the stuff that I'm hearing from all... Even the flea came in there and told me stuff about Clarence I didn't know before. The flea. Piece of turd. And, of course, you know, Clarence and Joyce, tighter than a snare drum, the two of them. They're as tight as it gets. Peas in a pod. Joint at the hip and the lip. And even I hear at the... Rectum. That's what I'm hearing. It's almost Memorial Day. It's coming Monday, and it's time for those mattress and furniture stores to run their annual phony sales. You know, the sales where they double the price and they say, hey, we're going to give you half off. Well, what kind of a deal is that? Even Monty Hall is wincing. Good Canadian boy, Monty Hall. Don't waste time and money driving around shopping for a mattress and don't waste a lot of that expensive gas. Save like never before when you call Dial-A-Mattress right now at 1-800-MATTRESS. Their prices are lower than the mall stores even during the mall's so-called half-off sales. Don't forget now, only Dial-A-Mattress delivers from 8 in the a.m. till 10 in the p.m. every day. Same-day delivery is still available, and you choose your date and time within a two-hour window that's convenient for you, and they show up. That's why all of these things put together, they're ranked number one in the world for the best customer service in the business. I've been using them for years, and believe me, I wouldn't think of calling anybody else. Dollar Mattress carries only the top goods, too. They have the complete line of Sealy, Inserta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster Hewitt. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, here's the deal. You get best prices on the best brands, the most incredible delivery deal going anywhere, and service like you can't believe. So what's not to like? Pick up the phone right now, get rid of that lumpy, bumpy, smelly, soiled old mattress, and get you a great night's sleep for years to come. Beware those annual half-off sales. They're here. They're phony as a $48 bill. Do the smart thing instead. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. Or log on to their website, mattress.com, and sleep like a baby tonight on a great new mattress from Dial a Mattress at an unbeatable price. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for sales holes. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. 560 WQAM. Your headquarters for tape interviews with dumbass criminal athletes. The station to turn to for sport hole sweepers, followed by a mushmouth dumbass. Sound like anyone you know? And if you think they're unintelligible just because of the phone. One Note Charlie Radio. I'm a One Note Charlie. Blah, 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 blah,
560 WQAM, catering to a demographic of undereducated degenerate gamblers loyal to wealthy closet gay Republicans who still live with their mother and are too cheap to buy anything anyway. I, uh, I like your bat. You do? Yeah. Oh. Hey, what a game last night, huh? Yeah. You hear that interview on WQAM? He said, Sport Hole Radio. Is it any wonder why we're going out of business? No.
Tony Snow from Fox. It's 11.32 at 5.60. They don't know squat about this shooting there or lead shooting or uh, rooting tooting. They heard some shooting. Capitol Police said today they were investigating reports of the sounds of gunfire. 
in the garage of the Rayburn office building where members of the House have their orifices. They have no victims at this time. They have no active shooter. They got plenty of nothing is what they got, said Mike Brooks, a law enforcement expert. He noted that Capitol Police have a firing range in the basement, but a congressional source said the shots were not heard from that level. The containment and emergency response team was searching the area. How long has this been going on? About an hour now? Uh, at least. And they don't know squat. CNN's Kelly Arena reported that heavily armed officers were headed to the area, but they're going pretty slow. The alert came moments after a press conference held by Representative John Sensenbrenner on immigration reform. CNN producer Deidre Wall said on immigration reform. Maybe some uh, beaner all bent out of shape that they uh, messed up their tacos. They put probably <laughs> <next to Beena. laughs> We saw several Capitol Hill police officers running quickly down the hallway, she said. Soon after that, an announcement was made throughout the building. Oh, do you see that? <laughs> They just screwed up the video there on CNN. Uh, we were able to answer a question that we had earlier. Oh, my God. They're just killing time. They even had that little mustachioed Nazi Bob Barr from Georgia on there. But a beep, but a boop. Representative Peter Hoekstra, Republican of Michigan, was conducting a House Intelligence Committee hearing at the time, according to an AP report. Hoekstra interrupted a witness to tell those at the hearing to remain in the room and said, the doors must be closed if it did. It's a little unsettling. Well, we already heard that clip. It's unsettling to get a BlackBerry message put in front of you that says there's gunfire in the building, you said. Business continued as usual in the Senate uh, side, according to CNN's Dana Bash. The shrunken head. All right, it's a Capitol Police. Oh, hold a news conference at noon. Are you excited about that or what? They're going to be holding Can't a news wait. conference at noon. Didn't we just have a news conference at noon yesterday? What was that about? I forget what it was about already. Oh, uh, Enron. Oh, that's right. It was about Kenny Lay and Jeffrey Skilling, about the Enron twins going up the river for about 600 years. Capitol Police going to hold a press conference at noon. This is great. But what does it have to do with sports? That's what Clarence probably wants to know. Went out initially to those in and around the race. What does it have to do with to either to, to basically stay where they are? They were told uh, to, to make sure they... There's a bunch of police standing around. And look at that. They're holding hands. Did you see that? No, I missed are, it. I'm on MTV watching good like stuff. A cop and a white cop, and they were like holding hands. So it all these there are half-naked people playing grab ass on MTV. Like and the one cop was yelling at the other one. You fairy. I don't know what that meant. It's gotten smaller and smaller. She sold yeah, it's smaller and smaller since they let go of those hands. Anyway, here's the facts. Okay, so we'll, we'll be on that like stink on uh, Joe, man. Like stink, on, like stink on Clarence. I can't even begin to tell you how. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm changing my uh, approach. Oh, yeah? Instead of those two words, this I have side, two different. Huh? Instead of the early retirement, those ER words, I have two other words. ML. You know what that stands for? I do not. Massive lawsuit. Oh. That's well, what I'm Let thinking. me get the lotion out, because that's exciting. When I get people like that who start working actively, as in, we already got Joyce to contend with, but when we find out beyond the shadow of a doubt that our supposed program director, Junior, is acting, you know, doing things that are uh, throwing more impediments in our path, I say, screw his ass, is what I say. I say, let's get out the old broom handle. Let's call out, call up Broomhilda, see if she's busy. This is an evil little person, okay? Don't let him anywhere near that studio. Don't let him anywhere near me. Don't let him anywhere near a microphone, okay? Send him off to do some U.M. tiddlywinks games. That, that's more right up his alley. Along with his little uh, partner in crime there, Robert the Greeper. They don't come no creepier than Robert Greeper. Believe me. If I've told you a hundred, I've told you what I just do. If I've told you a hundred times about that twerp. Anyway, here's the facts, and of course, I don't know, she don't have her real name on here anyway, so I don't know how I would not keep it anonymous, but it says, please keep this anonymous, because I don't want the Gestapo coming to my house in the middle of the night, and it's a long uh, thing that goes on about the phone rings, and it's somebody I like 90 seconds of your time, because I'm concerned about our children, 
and uh, she's concerned because television shows are so bad for children because they're edgy. This is obviously the parents' television council, uh, probably. Uh-huh. And so anyway, this nice lady hung up on her, which is the right thing to do. And then it, uh, she did a, uh, she got the number from caller ID and called back. Another little Stepford wife voice answered, customer service, and I asked her what this company was. She didn't answer that, but without missing a beat, she said she only wants 20 seconds of my time, and she started the whole thing all over again. Before she begins her 20 seconds, I tell her I just got a call from this number, that I'm on the floor to do not call list, and that we believe in freedom of speech and the First Amendment in this house. We don't believe in censorship and that they are in violation of Florida for calling me, and don't ever call this number again. I hung up on it. And she says, if anyone would like to express their opinion to these folks one way or another the, on the issue of being concerned about our children insofar as the need to be protected from edgy programs, the number is 1-800-679-0336. You got it? I got, got it. it right there. Call during the break. Yeah, call during the break. And and say, how the hell are you? Yeah, exactly. Mind your own business, okay? And quit bugging us with those illegal phone calls or we're going to sue your ass, too. Let's just sue everybody today. Do That's it. going to be my nickname on this show today, a boy named Sue. Do it and sue it. As in... You fairy! Yeah, if you want to tell them to, like, leave everybody alone, this is probably the parents' uh, television council. I mean, just a fancy name for a bunch of censoring right-wing lunatics. 1-800-679-0336. I'm putting that right in my save-it pile, right there. Putting it in my piles and in my files because it sounds really vile. Thanks a lot, sweetheart, whoever you are. I want to keep her anonymous. I don't say any money. Okay. I'm not saying it. 983. Boy, what did I tell you? Did I say we'd have 1,000 votes by noonish? 987 already. They're coming in in nice little bits and chunks. And at noon, the Capitol Police in Washington, D.C. are going to hold a news conference. And we'll find out who's been naughty and nice and dead and alive, etc. Hold a news conference at noon. Why, why, why can't they just give us the facts like Jack Webb, for Christ's sakes, huh? Why does everything have to be a news conference? That's America for you, man. Zion America. Everybody has a news conference. Homeless schleppers out on street corners, they have a news conference. To announce that, uh, you know, you got any spare change, mister? And have a nice day, eh? It's about the only negatory thing here, man, is that too many of them schleppers out there uh, panhandling. Spare some change? Well, okay, that's okay. You have a nice day, eh? feel like turning around and saying, up yours, you deadbeat. Get out of the street and put some clothes on. 989 vote. Aren't you impressed? We're gonna, we're gonna, before the end of the break, we're going to get a thousand, I can just I smell that money now. I'm having a breakdown. Oh, I can smell the money from that big lawsuit. BL. BFL. Big Fat lawsuits. This is Neil Rogers. All right. This is 560 QAM. It's Friday, you bastard. Oi, a Clavuda. Oi, they spin on another show. Oi, a Mexico. Oi, a Clavuda. Oh, please talk about something else. Oh, shut up. I'd like to your show. With people, when your segments go. Through Mexico, or your popular dogs. Don't care about being a Mexico. Blue dogs. It's 1144, 16 little new. I got Geldy. We'll just pierce right through the uh, speakers in your radio at 2. Mad Dog at Quarterdeck and Davey at four. And then your Marlins in the Mets, followed by the world-famous Ed Kaplan show. So uh, they had some penetrating interviews with some people out there near the U.S. Capitol. Did you see the one where the guy says, uh, they said, do you see or hear anything unusual? Uh, do you hear gunshot? No. <laughs> saw the Capitol Police running all really? around. Oh, saw a bunch of police running around. And they came up and they said, uh, who are you and what are you doing? And other than that, nothing. And they're showing a lot. Look at that. 
A lot of pulleys. No, I'm watching fresh and meat on MTV. Hear about shots being fired anywhere on Capitol Hill. Ba-de-beep, ba-de-boop, ba-de-boop, right. And like a whole lot of people outside and police cars. And look at that. There's some mail trucks. Oh, don't tell me they're going postal. Now, you're the one that started that yesterday. They get very upset when That's you say right. that. That's right. I know. It's and, true, uh, though. hopefully be open no, the Rayburn building back up here well, shortly. How long do you think something like that would take to, as they narrow down the... G- then you notice how whiny she's gotten since she married that fat-ass, pill-popping, uh, hypocritical liar? Yes, I have she's noticed. real whiny. Can you imagine you what her breath smells like? Kagan, now that she's Mrs. Limbaugh. We got 1,005 uh-huh. votes on the poll already. We got it licked. I think we can go home now. I think it's, the uh, coast is safe. I think on Tuesday I'm starting my music show as a way of protesting. All right. Now that you got your pod. Yeah, that's You're right. Pod my, people. What, what's my pod got to do with it? Well, when you get a pod, it gets you all excited about music because you run out to get a bunch of well, stuff no, to that, put in That's it. true. Yeah, it happens to everybody. Well, here's one that uh, doesn't make any sense to me from uh, Ed. The facts for our poll today? For the poll. Jimmy, Jimmy yeah. Hoffa. Don't put it on there. I know what he means, but I don't agree. No, I mean, see, he's only looking at these recent news stories where they're digging mm-hmm. and digging. Did they find anything? No. No. They're still digging. No. No, they didn't find a damn thing. Found some old chicken bones. They dug up half of the farm, but... Uh, they found a, in fact, they found the KFC bones from, uh, from uh, what's his name? The great Ahmed Khan. <laughs> and they found a couple of pieces of his Hussad Shako buried in there with it. But other than that... That is such a great scene, man. She, and she's so good. Lorraine Hobbs, a badass commie. Mm-mm-mm. Right. Well, we can't say it no more. You know, we can't say much of anything. And now that we got both Joyce and the program director working in contravention of the betterment of this program, I say, sue their ass. I'm going to sue him. I'm going to sue her. I'm going to sue everybody that ever was in the building, except you guys. And I'm even thinking about you. I am go. just... You can have it all, man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and look at Josh, man. He's got, he's got some heavy-duty... Uh, Cash in the way, probably in the freezer. Probably all that money he won betting against the Marlins. Yeah, actually, oh, wait that's the new route I'm going to uh, get a bonus. Look at this. I'm looking to see if there's a response to my email. No, nothing as usual. I, I just I throw in the towel. I wave the white flag and playing Elvis and surrender again today. I wave the white flag and surrender. I just give up until I get. I'm going to hire Roy Black. I think he's a good attorney, isn't he? Black Roy. No, Roy Black. You know uh, the yeah, uh, yeah, South yeah. Florida attorney. Uh huh. I'm going to hire him and who's that other guy? Kendall and a cup of coffee from Starbucks. Uh-huh. But don't hire Alice Rubin. Uh, and I'm not going to hire him or I'll do about 40 years. <laughs> yeah, even at my age. Hey, Alice, hey, Alice, Alice, I've been thinking your defenses are really stinking. Man, you are just amazing. A military, speaking of people need defense, a military investigation into the deaths of two dozen Iraqis last November is expected to find that a small number of Marines in western Iraq carried out extensive unprovoked killings of civilians, congressional, military, and Pentagon officials said yesterday. Extensive and unprovoked killings of civilians. Nice. They can find that's why they're not bringing us the flowers and candy that we were expectorating. Oh, look at this, the voice of... Because uh, uh, when the Capitol Police tells you to run, you... you... Yeah, yeah, they, they know nothing. Two lawyers involved in discussions about individual Marines' defenses said they thought the investigation could result in charges of murder, a capital offense. That possibility and the emerging details of the killings have raised fears that the incident could be the gravest case involving misconduct by American ground forces in Iraq. Officials briefed on preliminary results of the inquiry said the civilians killed at Haditha, a lawless insurgent-plagued city deep in Sunni-dominated Anbar province, didn't die from a makeshift bomb as the military first tried to uh, uh, peddle or in a crossfire between Marines and attackers, as was later peddled, a separate inquiry has begun to find whether the events were deliberately covered up. Oh, they wouldn't do that, would they? Evidence indicates that the civilians were killed during a sustained sweep by a small group of Marines that lasted three to five hours and included shootings of five men steering near, standing near a taxi at a checkpoint and killings inside at least two homes that included women and children. 
And the story goes on at great length. You see, if this if this would have happened in the, inside the borders of America, we'd be talking about oh, the, yeah. our, those barbarians, those spineless, gutless, cowardly barbarians, those third world slime ball, yeah, like that, you know. Outrageous. Exactly. But if our people do it, uh, which they shouldn't be there in the first place, well, then it's, uh, you know, the pressures of yeah, war. and yada, 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 right. yada, That's right. Well, we'll, find, we'll find some technicality. Capitol Police holding a news conference at noon. I wondered if there was something, you know, going on and it was involved me. And all these people are talking to, they don't know Schmidt from Shinola, man. They know nothing. They haven't got a freaking clue. All they're doing is, like, stalling for time, just like we're doing here. Well, now, at least we got, at least we got some crap of our own anyway, as opposed to spending all the time speculating about what that was all about. They were, they were discussing immigration, man. I still think it was some, like, hostile beaner, probably somebody that worked at uh, Michael Jackson's compound. Oh, and speaking of more bad news from over there, might as well spill it all out here, huh? Why the hell not? Get it out of the way. Basra in the south of Iraq is beginning to splinter under increasing violence and sectarian divisions. Smuggling of oil on a large scale, coupled with increasing violence and the lack of basic services like water and electricity, has caused increasing tensions in the city. 570 kilometers, that's about 400 miles south of Baghdad. More than 100 civilians have been killed in Basra so far this month. Residents are pointing the finger at the governor and the British military, which occupies the city. Now, here comes the operative paragraph, okay? Before the recent spate of killings, Basra had a reputation as one of the most peaceful cities in occupied Iraq. The British military, whose 8,000 soldiers in Iraq controlled Basra, were considered by many to be more humane than their American counterparts. But when thousands of residents took to the streets earlier this month to protest high unemployment and corruption in the governor's orifice, the British attacked the demonstrators with helicopters, and fighters responded. They shot down a helicopter, Assad Karim, president of the Iraq Oil Workers' Union in Basra, told IPS. It was real resistance. They shot it down because the British were supporting the governor and shooting at the people in the demonstration. And the governor didn't stop the British from bombing the demonstration, and so that's his responsibility also. I visited Basra last year, and I've seen piles or mountains of garbage in the city, said Ahmad Ali al-Jawahari. North American representative of the Iraqi trade union movement. The sewage system is destroyed. The water system is not adequate. Even clean water is not there. Electricity is not up to expectations. At that time, you were getting three hours a day. Now you're getting 30 minutes. 30 minutes. About 30 minutes. Or maybe one hour a day, which is way, way worse than it was before. So far, at least seven British soldiers and 100 Iraqi civilians have killed in the, been killed in this round of fighting in Basra. And police are still investigating. I think we'll do the same thing we did yesterday. We'll do the break a little bit early so when the little hand hits the big hand. And, of course, they won't hold a press conference on time. No, they never do. I was thinking that during the last break. Has there ever been in the history of the human race? Never. The never know. Race, no, no, ever, has there ever once. been a press conference that was held at the right time when it was supposed to be held? Never. And, and of course, there's one thing I always wonder, and that is... Why? Yeah. Just like I wonder why uh, we have to put up with uh, Clarence. And that's because... And you want to know why? Because he's got his head up Joyce's ass. That's why. And because Joe Bell is too much of the cowardly lion. In fact, you ever seen Joe Bell and Bert Lahr together? Same guy. As opposed to sitting down Clarence and saying, listen, you jackass, you simpleton, you quizzling, you sports nerd, and not only that, but also you that too. Cut the crap. Put him back on a sports desk, man. Make him a sports producer again. And I think those sports shows, I don't think they need more than two people on each show, right? No comment. <laughs> right. I don't think the they need anyone. And a flunky board op, that's all. Board op can run the board, screen it calls. they got a whole different setup than we got. 1,023 votes on the poll. Man, I am so proud. That's more people than we got listening between three and four altogether. Believe me, especially on certain days. <laughs> Those are the days. That's what Mary Hopkins said. Who best fits this? A celebrity who became even bigger than ever after their death, even if they were real big during life. 
Somebody who just blew up like a big balloon. Mary Hopkins. Just kidding. I think she's dead. She might she's be. Not, she's not big, though. 1,023 votes. Elvis, 244. How can you beat the Kang? James Dean, 222. Marilyn Monroe, 109. Tupac, 91. Kurt Cobain, 65. Jesus, 61. Jesus is moving up the list. And when it gets to the top of the list or the top of the cross, that's where they set the damn thing on fire, I think. Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. Jimmy Hendrix, 53. Ronnie Reagan, 50. Ronnie Reagan, was he a president or what? Oh, my God. Esmir, a president. Buddy Holly, 37. Richie Valens, 28. Whatever he said. La Bamba. La Bamba. La Bamba. Yeah, that was it. Lenny Bruce, 26. Jim Croce, 17. Janis Joplin. Boy, could she put out a quarter of an ounce of sound. She put out a lot of sound. It just wasn't music. And the big bopper, Solamente Siete. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Is what you'll find when you put the dead aside. The blueprint of hearty occupation. I write and try to defend, but from the first lesson, scared of the sorry but deserve retaliation. Sooner or later, the sooner's gonna get you. The sooner's gonna get you. The more you'll make a way. You leave your child behind by sending them off to die. Oh Lord, that's insane and homicidal. WQAM. Oh, the sky's falling, man. They briefly reopened the Capitol buildings, but uh, they couldn't lock them down again. No, oh, damn exciting. It. No. And you know what they're saying? Bada beep, bada boop. And uh, most of the people are showing here on camera. The public out there, they're laughing and yucking up and some of the reporters. <laughs> right. Looks really serious to me. So anyway, speaking of really serious. Yes? I called that 800 number. And? And the guy didn't want to tell me who he was, so I said, is this an illegal uh, operation? Is this a boiler room? What is this? Why don't you want to tell me who you are? And he goes, oh, no, no, no. We're the Dove Foundation. So I Googled him. Dove.org, and it's a uh, censorship group like the uh, AFA and the FFA and all those other uh, Nazis. And the parents' teacher uh, uh, and the television got, council. Right. And they've got uh, a list of Dove-approved movies uh, that you can uh, 
that you can choose from. Well, who, who the hell are they? Well, who they're the Bell Foundation. The you know, the they've got a little online survey that you can take and uh, reviews of movies now, and TV Who the hell is this bitch? Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Sergeant Kimberly Schneider. I'm the Public Information Officer for the United States Capitol Police. At 10.30 this morning, we received a report of shots fired inside the Rayburn garage. At this time, we continue to investigate. We do have tactical teams inside the building. I'll take any questions at this time. I do anticipate holding additional briefings today based on additional information. I will take questions at this time. A press there won't be very many because the information is still coming in. Is a congressman involved in any fashion in this instance? I don't have that information at this time. That has not been confirmed. Okay. Ma'am, I heard on your radio that you talked about a suspect between 5, 11, and 6 feet. Is there a suspect that you guys have? I don't have any suspect information at this time. <laughs> this is the best. This is the epitome of what it's all become, man. This is the media for you. Like that. They, there are reports of a shooting. They haven't got no suspect. They didn't find no gun. They, uh, don't, they don't know what the hell's going on. It's only been going on an hour and a half. This is the Capitol Police, by the way. But they probably roughed up a couple of uh, black congresswomen, though, on the way in. Wouldn't you think? I would imagine. Yeah. And she, she probably slugged them in the side of the head. Oh, and more bad news and along the same vein as that other crap, man. Oh, when does it stop? As many as seven Marines are accused of dragging an innocent Iraqi man from his home in April, killing him in cold blood, and then trying to cover up the crime according to NBC News. Oh, well, he shouldn't have done whatever he was doing. Further, military officials tell NBC that at least one of the Marines has reportedly confessed in the killing, saying they find the allegations especially disturbing because the case appears to have been a premeditated killing and not carried out in the heat of combat. The revelations come on the heels of a visit to Iraq by the Commandant of the U.S. Marine Corps to address concerns that Marines are becoming indifferent to killing and death. The alleged incident occurred April 26th. The Marines are accused of dragging an innocent man from his home, shooting him to death, then planting an AK-47 rifle and a shovel next to his body, and apparently, to make it look like the man had been burying an IED, one of the roadside bombs that had been so deadly to U.S. forces in Iraq. As many as 19 Marines have been returned to Camp Pendleton in California pending investigations. The new allegations mean that the U.S. military is now investigating two separate incidents in which Marines are accused of killing innocent unarmed Iraqi civilians. Where are those candy and flower people, huh? Where are the flower children? We probably killed them. That's being investigated this time as well. Uh, the Rayburn Garage does house a firing range. What's the status of staffers currently in the Rayburn building? Staffers have been instructed to stay inside of their offices. They've been instructed to stay inside of the building at this time. I'm going to tell you, this is about as informative as a frog's fart in a windstorm, man. It's just incredible what we're gleaning from her. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, it's a press briefing, though. At, uh, yeah, and I'm sure we'll have many more of these same things. Good God. Good golly, Miss Molly. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Okay, I'm hanging. All right, good. Uh, hey, I was trying to call you a couple of days ago. They, they sell this thing over the counter called Mucinex that works really well for getting rid of the phlegm. Really? Yeah, I just thought I'd give you a little tip there. And uh, a question for now you. Now you tell me. I tried to get a hold of you. You've been all calls, man. I tried to call you for the last three days to tell you I couldn't get you. Well, we're taking very, as you notice, very few and sparse <laughs> in between, but at least you got on. See, that's good. I don't blame you. Uh, listen, uh, a quick question. The, 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 I watched that show you told me to watch, The Illuminating uh, Angels and Demons. Right. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the Stone Masons, is that still an active group? Yes. That's still an active group? Well, yeah, uh, but it's not, they're not called Stone Masons anymore, but they, yeah, the Freemasons. Masons, sure. Freemasons. Yeah. 
that's the only thing that lost me a little bit were the, were the Masons. And then there was always Terry Mason. Gay. And James <laughs> <Hey>. Mason. <laughs> Have a good one, Neil. And don't forget Mason Adams, man. Okay, see ya. Is he still alive, isn't he, Mason Adams? He's Mason still Jar. doing those schmucker spots, I think, Mason Adams. And he, I think he was on one of those West Wing, East Wing, one of those shows. I'm not really sure. What is that? Mason Williams. Oh, Mason Williams. Oh, yeah, classical yeah. gas. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I don't think you can say gas anymore, there. no. I'm filing a big, fat lawsuit against these people, man. What they're doing to this show, to us... They are sticking it to us, man. They can have all the meetings they want, and they can hire 8,000 salespeople and all these other losers. That I bet you of all these people on this list that they got, I bet you almost every single one of them got canned where they were before. You know what I mean? What do you mean? You, you heard what I just said. Uh-huh. You think somebody, I mean, and, and if anybody came voluntarily, if they were just weren't out, down and out, desperate, eating out of a dumpster, and they came, let me just tell you right now, you made a <laughs> bad mistake, okay? <laughs> Don't unpack your bags, okay? If you already have, you made a bad mistake. Because if any of you saw the movie Titanic or ever read about it or heard about it in a picture show, you uh, that's what you're on right now, man. You are going down with the rest of us. Speaking of going down, th- this story, and thanks to whoever faxed this in early this morning, although I got myself a better copy that I can actually read off the Internet. I mean, the print was so tiny on that, you need your Magnavision reading glasses. Mm-hmm. Marie Osmond shocked by daughter's Internet sex talk. We were just talking about Donnie the other day, which I always like Donnie, but Marie, eh, I don't know. Every time I think about her, I start getting depressed. I think she needs a spanking. Yeah, she needs a good spanking. Pop star turned doll maker Marie Osmond has launched a personal crusade to clean up the Internet after learning that her two teenage daughters have been posting sexually explicit correspondence on their MySpace.com websites. Uh I want you to listen to this story. And think to yourself, you talk about the pot calling the kettle black. She's blaming the Internet mm-hmm. for the fact that her two daughters, obviously, are a little uh, over-active uh, uh-huh. imaginations horny. or just a little bit too horny. The Paper Roses singer felt compelled to give a statement to the U.S. tabloid National Enquirer after the publication uncovered outrageous content on her daughters Jessica and Rachel's blogs. On her site, 18-year-old Jessica, who was adopted by Osmond as an infant, claims she is a bisexual who craves sex as many times as possible. All right. While her 16-year-old sister describes herself as a slut and a whore All right. in correspondence and, ha- and open up about her dreams of having sex with David Bowie. How do you like that? To which uh, I, would I don't say, think David would. Uh, you bitch, you slut, you whore. In her statement, Shock Marie, a devout Mormon says, I'm saddened by some of the choices our two children have made. The insidious potential for harm from adolescent Internet sites like MySpace.com only exacerbates these kinds of problems. I don't think they say anything on there about, like, exacerbating. If my being a celebrity figure is good for anything, let it be as a voice of warning to other parents that no matter how protective we think we may have been with our children in the past, we need to become more knowledgeable and even more vigilant now in order to protect them. I, I don't understand it at all. That sounds like that Gary message, uh, Gary Starner message this morning. Whatever right. he was talking about. No matter how sheltered and overprotective you raise your kids, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. Is that what uh, she's trying to say? But, that, but that's not even the point. The point is that they wrote this on their own blog on the internet. Right. Okay. It's not that they read somebody else uh, that wrote it and they got all whipped up into a frenzy right. and got involved in some hanky panky with some other pervert out there. No, they wrote this on their own blogs. That's right. So if they get rid of MySpace, they'll go do it on your space. Eighteen-year-old Jessica says she's a bisexual who craves sex as many times as possible. All right. She's eighteen, is she? And sixteen-year-old sister describes herself as a slut and a whore, and dreams of doing it with David Bowie. 
Awesome did a Bowie she's song. She's going to clean up the internet. Maybe she even put her in touch with the Dove people to clean up their act. Wouldn't surprise me. Maybe they can just need to sit around and eat a few Dove bars. I'm going to give uh, them her phone number. Yeah, that's a good idea. Put the Dove people in touch with Marie Osmond, and they can clean up the whole world together. And don't forget Tipper Gore. Yeah, tip her over. It's a long way to Tipperary. Bitch. Good God. Well, where the hell does it stop? I'll tell you one thing. It stops on this station at 2. Because that's when we're going to get intensive. He lost the game last night, 92 to 88. They made a big comeback, and they still lost. Is that possible, Josh? They could have lost the game in Detroit? Oh, no. Could have. Or Josh leave? What? I'm right here. <laughs> no, <it isn't. laughs> he wants oh. to leave, but no, he's still here. He don't want to leave. He's having the time of his life. Although it's just not between these hours. 1,050 votes on the poll. 1050, man, that's looking pretty good. 1050, chum, Toronto. 1050 WHN, WMGM New York, which later became WHN. And now I think that's the station that your boy was uh, doing to fill, to fill in on. Your, your bald boy. And uh, this broad, the uh, chocolate police lady, she just kind of wandered away, and uh, we don't know what damn thing. A single anonymous phone call into the dispatch center that there was the sound of shots fired. Just the sound of shots fired. Oh, wait, wait a minute. A single anonymous call saying that. Burn house office yeah. building. It's not like anybody with an IQ larger than a thumbnail actually heard them. They are all over this house office building. There's no suspect. Any kind of nice There's no nothing. There's no gun. There's no uh, no powder. What's in Maybe that armored car? Hanging around there. Huh? Look at that black armored car thing. Yeah, that's pretty fancy schmancy, yeah, man. With the ladder. Wow. Makes me want to sing when the caissons go rolling along. I don't know why. Doesn't it make you want to sing that? How do you spell that? Police haven't identified anyone who uh, did anything. Many tactical units are inside the building, and all of this based on one anonymous phone call saying that shots were fired in the uh, uh, parking garage at the Rayburn office building. Here's your tax dollars hard at work. The police say they're handling this as a very serious matter. Not just as a serious matter, but a very serious matter. Just like this Clarence business. Remember when uh, Don Corleone got all whipped up about this Bazzini business? Right. That's what I'm pissed off about is this Clarence business, to which I say, we get Clemenza on the phone. Mm -hmm. Take care of all family business real soon. Joe Bell is a pimp. Yeah, that's Clarence right. all along. That's right. Joe Bell's just a pimp. It was Clarence Darrow all along. We should have known. 1213, call him up, tell him I'll have lunch at Luigi's in the, Louis in the Bronx. And stick that piece behind the turlet. Hey, if you <laughs> love boating, that's a given in South Florida. If you ever thought about buying a boat, don't do that, man. It costs you an arm and a leg. And that's where the grief just begins when you buy a boat. But if you want to get out on the water, have a great time. Do the smart thing and rent by calling Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT right now. Why would you want to pay the expenses of owning a boat when you can rent one totally hassle-free and save a lot of money, too? Join the club at Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be amazed just how easy it is. No docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, no hurricane preparation. With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and affordable, too. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. No getting the boat ready because Club Nautico does it for you. No cleaning up either. They take care of all of these, all of these things. things. At Club Nautico, just hop on your boat and go. When you're done pulling to the dock, get off and just walk away, run away, and leave it all behind for them to clean up. They'll do it. It's that simple. Call Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT from unlimited boating to pay as you go from small boats to big yacht charters and everything in between. It's Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit your needs and your budget. Get on the water today the smart, the hassle-free way by calling Club Nautico and tell that old duff told you to call. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. In the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. 
Hello. Hello. Are you Buffalo Bill? <laughs> yes. I'm Catherine Harris. I'm scared, Mommy. Yes, I want to be your mommy and offer you all that's left of my mind. Yes. Oh, is that the basket? No. That's the basket where it puts the lotion. Now, Mommy! Satan is clinging to my sexual organs. Get out of the basket. I cannot allow you in my basket. Mommy! I want you to have it. You're too ugly. So ugly, you make my skin all different like this. Had a torrid sex affair with none other than Jeb Bush. Yeah, um, that's far from excellent. I look more like a woman than you, mommy. Here is a cloth I wiped on myself for you to keep in a special place. Don't touch me, mommy. I'm jumping in my basket. Oh, mommy. Mommy. Enjoy the work of Jesus. I enjoy the work of See, that two women said that there was a man with a gun in the Rayburn gym. Maybe he was just working it out. Uh-huh. They said he had a dangerous piece. Something like that. Well, speaking of Catherine Harris, did you hear about her plane, by the way? No, I heard about her peanuts. An emergency radio station mistakenly warned that a massive volcanic-caused mud flow was headed for the flanks of Mount Rainier and that listeners in the valley below should run to higher ground. The emergency warning was broadcast Wednesday for nearly an hour on 1580 AM frequency in suburban Pierce County town of Puyallup. Or is that Puyallup? Puyallup. This is in Washington State. I don't know. Take your guess. Oh, look at that. They're searching the Rayburn gym for a possible gunman. So, in a situation like this, the police, of course, have to take it seriously. Mike Brooks spoke earlier of that tragic event a few years ago where two Capitol Hill police officers were killed. The police have to take it seriously. What you often get... There's, there's an ambulance there. What, what is he talking about? What are they doing in that ambulance? Local building somewhere. You is there can like have, a body in there? This is who are in roughly the same position, and sometimes you get five... Are they just getting the bed ready? No, what, what are they doing there? They're not doing anything. There's nobody in there. Well, it's WUSA. I believe it might have to do with the, one of the women who came out of the gym um, who appeared to be upset. Um, and as you said, that was the first time we had that Capitol Hill police, instead of moving it in, in one direction. Well, maybe she, like, uh, swooned and passed out, and they stuck her ass, their fat ass on a, uh, a gurney. Who the hell knows what that's all about? They're, 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 nobody got shot. They got no shooter. They got no body. They got no guns. They got no uh, nothing yet. But uh, two ladies said, oh, there's a guy with a gun in the gym. Look like gun. I always told you to be where those uh, people hang out at the gym. Did I tell you that? You've always said. Authorities had no estimate on how many people heard the broadcast about the volcanic uh, on a weak frequency or how many evacuated. Nancy Eldred heard it while driving in the Puyallup Valley and called her daughter Renee Hutchinson Tacoma. I was in tears, said Hutchinson, whose 17-month-old son Ethan was in the car with his grandma. I was shaking, shaking all over. Woman taken out of building on a stretcher a short time ago is on searching this building, is on putting things in place. So oftentimes there is a delay in reporting information from the scene back to the people who then pass it on to the news media. And Darren, as we discussed this, I want to go back to the scene and our Brian Todd, who I believe has some new information. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Brian. 
Brian Todd? Brian, you... Yeah, I'm sorry, John. Uh, we just had a lot of commotion around here. I didn't quite hear you. Um, I can add a little bit to the earlier reporting that uh, we have a senior law enforcement source telling us they're investigating these accounts, alleged accounts of a possible gunman near the gymnasium at the Rayburn building, but he also tells me that there's a, they're investigating the possibility, the possibility that this might have been a plainclothes police officer that someone might have seen and gotten alarmed at. They, uh, they again, have no evidence of any injuries. They have no evidence. Of, they have no signs of a... Of a See, there, there you go with these hysterical women. What did I tell you about hysterical women, you know? Uh-huh. I know they about get 500 it. bucks on the Wheel of Fortune on the wheel, and they're screaming and shrieking like they're being sliced up by a uh, Ron Popeil Vegematic. Jesus Christ. How do you like that? All this simmers because a couple of over-emotional, hysterical women, one of whom evidently swooned, and they had to drag her ass out of there on a stretcher and put her in the ambulance. Just disgusting. This is often what happens in these cases. Everyone in the Capitol complex has, of course, has been put on alert. The man in Jim may have been a plainclothes officer, okay? Wouldn't you expect a plainclothes officer to have a gun? I would imagine. Huh? Dumb bitch. Anyway. There she is. Your what? Stretcher woman, there she goes. Oh, there she is. Oh, no. What they see, obviously, but they don't know how to don't quite go make it any context as all this unfolds. And what, do you think it's a racial thing? Sing information idea. along as we get it, which is why we continue to say, even as we report what sources are telling us, there is no confirmation. Well, it's Washington, D.C. Other than people in Congress, there's no white people there. This is true. After Hutchinson warned co-workers about 30 people... About 30, man! ...started frantically calling their loved ones. Some called their children at schools in the Puyallup Valley and told them to leave immediately, if not sooner. But on Wednesday, 1580 a.m., picked up the test signal is real and said the, uh, the, the, the lehar was coming. What's a lehar? Oh, that's a mud flow from a volcano. Okay. I did not the recorded radio message apparently was triggered by a software error. The fire chief said the problem should be taken care of in the, in the next few days. <laughs> in the next few days. So they might have a lot of alerts there. Just like what's going on in Washington right now, man, with all this uh, shooting stuff. Brother, just calm down already, will you? Oh, goods. Yeah, look at that. In fact, uh, my, my thing just froze up. Right, yeah. We're having issues here, too. Are you really? Yo. Don't tell me our website just went down. Cause our I, website I just went down. A, I, I can't know. get that baby back up again. Let me just see. Uh, let's just see if this thing works. Have tried olive oil? QAM. Yo. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, hey, the next time you go to, uh, to Berlin, uh, they're opening the brand-new main train station today. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, you're not going to go through the uh, the zoological garden station anymore. Everything's going to be rerouted to the new station. I don't understand what that means. I don't go to Berlin on the train. Oh, you don't? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I thought, I thought you took don't the be, train. Don't be sorry. I mean, I could go there, but it would take me forever in a day. I go from Amsterdam. I fly to Amsterdam, then I fly. Uh, I take a plane. It's less than an hour from Amsterdam to Berlin. Understood. Oh, no, I thought, I thought you went like either from Frankfurt or from Cologne. To, uh, to Berlin. That's from why I was Frankfurt there. to Berlin, that's a long schlep, man. And from Cologne yeah, to Berlin, that's like taking me about eight years. If you, if you take the ice train, the, uh, the ones they call I've the been on the ice, yeah. In fact, yeah, i got about 90 grand of ice in the freezer right now. <laughs> yeah, along with the money, right? I've been on it, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey one other thing also. Um, they, they, they think about Jeb, uh, Jeb Bush taking the commissioner's job, not going to happen. reason is because Noel might snort the airline uh, marker. Right, okay. Uh, Okay, well, he tried hard. Give him a look. No, I won't. 
Give him high marks for effort, okay? A for no. effort, F for material. And the guy tried hard. Old so joke. So when you go to Berlin, Old they got the new joke. train station open. You're not going to have to go through the zoo, haupt, uh, whatever that thing is. Well, that's a relief anyway. I've never been to the train station in Berlin. I've been to the train station in Cologne many a time. That's a beautiful place. So the website is having problems because I can't communicate with Eric either. Oh, the little no. thing. I, I just it came up for me, though. And the green light. That's green right. light. It's popping on and off. Green light, 1,097 votes, everything's just, it's popping on and off. Well, you know something? Maybe it's finger-popping time by Hank Ballard. I bet you don't have that. They're popping it, and you're dropping it. Oh, I updated this thing yesterday. Oh, thank God. See, it's my psychic powers. I knew that baby was in there. Okay, that's enough of that. Hank Ballard, by the way, who uh, wasn't Hank Ballard in the Midnighters, didn't he uh, write the twist? Uh, that's a good question. Let me see. I mean, he also recorded it, but obviously Chubby's Checker had the big hit. But I believe Hank Ballard wrote the uh, twist. That's you, the only you Hank Ballard that I have in here, but I think you're right. I'm not asking you like, whether you think. I want you to like look it up. I want you to research it. I want you to analyze it. I want you to like uh, squeeze it and tease it and please it, okay? Let me get off the Dove Foundation here. Yeah, get off of that damn Dove crap, okay? Those Dove bars will kill you. Especially those Dove, the real heavy-duty chocolate ones with the ch the chocolate, thick chocolate coating. Got about a two-inch coating of chocolate uh, layer on the outside. You know the one he I'm wrote, talking about, the Dove bars? He wrote the twist. Hank Ballard. Yes. Told you. Told you Hank wrote the twist. <laughs> <laughs> the big fat that twist. He's twisting it. 29 past noon at QM. If you're a cigar smoker, you like to kick back with a nice, good premium stogie in your mouth, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is exactly what you've been looking for. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco, processed and aged up to 10 years. And Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker specializing in small-batch hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, the flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider and 9.1 rating by Smoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee. It's got chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also, be sure to try the Bahia Deseo, the hottest-release cigar in the last 10 months. It gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Aficionado Cigar Insider. The Deseo is a powerful cigar. It'll just tear your kishkis out, man, and all the internal linings of your stomach. With complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper, the finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and an order of charred wood. If you want to get yourself 40% off on all Bahia cigars when you call, be sure and mention my name. Just tell them that old Neil Rogers told you to call. you get 40% off. 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's the number to call. 1-800-35-BAHIA. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. There's a but I smell it. Hillary from
taking care of business. <laughs> I'm a BTL fan, man. Hillary from Arkansas, it's the damnest thing I ever saw. You're a twitty little goofy dog, cause you never had him in New York. So change your mind while in Illinois. Hillary! We don't believe that you're a Yankee fan. No, sir! You're a self-beating bad Democrat. Hillary from Arkansas. H-I-L-L-A-R-Y! It's 1116. That's our number on the poll right now, 1116. 1235 on the clock, 1116 on the poll. Any other numbers we need? I don't know, number nine. Who best fits this? A celebrity who became even bigger after their death. Elvis, 257. James Dean, 233. Boy, could he act or... No. No, not even a little bit. Marilyn Monroe, 115. Jesus, 105. He's right on Marilyn's butt. Tupac, 95. Kurt Cobain, 67. And Jesus said she ain't no Mary Magdalene. Jimmy Hendrix, 57. Ronnie Reagan, 53. Buddy Holly, 38. Richie Valens has got... Look what Richie Valens got. About 30, man. Lenny Bruce, 27. Jim Croce, 18. Janis Joplin, 13. And the Big Bopper's got only eight. That's because probably nobody knows who that is. And rightfully so. And I still don't think he belongs on there because who the hell ever... Uh, you know, other than you, who played that record, right? Me? No. That was it. I don't think he even belongs on there. Oh, well. Although I will say he did... Probably became a little more famous after the plane crash. Probably what about Patsy Cline? Is she dead? What? She I don't know from these plane crash a long time ago. Are you, are you crazy? I don't know from Patsy Cline. Get out of here. Yeah, I know the songs, but I don't know about her life. Yeah. Well, she died in a plane crash, poor Pasty Cline. Oh, look at this. Capitol Police told a news conference at 1.30. <laughs> All right. To continue to tell us that nothing oh, happened listen to I go to pieces. <laughs> Especially when your plane blows up. <laughs> That's bad. Oh, look at this. Capitol building reopened after another lockdown. It's reopened. So would, you put her, would you put her music under oldies or country? Both. That's not the answer I wanted. Well, it was a crossover, so I'd put her music under oldies. All right. She had a tremendous number of pop hits, man. Patsy Cline. I don't want to hear them all, but I mean, yeah, I don't want to hear your brain pop all. when you hear that. What? <laughs> Say what? I said, is your brain supposed to pop when you hear that? When you hear what? Patsy Klein. Hey, I don't know what he's saying. I think he's, uh, I, he's speaking Gary Sarner. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's, he's doing Gary Sarner speak. What? What the hell got into I was ripping right? Patsy Klein because I think it's awful. Hey, you know, you better know your uh, country music stars, Mister, because you sure as hell don't. That's right. <laughs> You you sound crazy to me. Now, what was a really big hit? Patsy Cline. Here it is. You're nah, well, that was big too. You're cheating hard. Well, oh, then there's only one more I haven't that. played from the. Uh, from the What's that? Here, and here it is. Name this tune. I've got your picture. Oh, I don't know what that is. You're, you're, She's got you. Well, that's it. I think Crazy was the big hit. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's picking on a dead broad, man. That's really bad. You does it all the time. Just a nasty, help. bastard. Patsy Klein, let's see. Tom Clay. Oh, he's dead. Boy, he died long, 95, age 66. Tom Clay. He did what the world needs now is love, Abraham, Martin, and John. Vocal accompaniment by the Blackberries. Walking After Midnight, I Fall to Pieces Crazy, and she's got you. Oh, Walking After Midnight. Did you play that? No, I don't think I have that. Oh. 
Well, that's the one I remember best, although Crazy was her biggest hit. But that was all. Yeah. But on the country charts, man, she was huge, Patsy Cline. And I would agree with you. She wasn't much. Like most of them country singers, she was like, like that. You know, right. Kind of like in She weren't no Johnny Cash. Oh, she wasn't no Marty Robbins, I'll tell you that, with his white coat and a sport coat and a pink carnation. 1,127 votes on the poll. We might sneak another call or two in here before 2 o'clock. You never know before that sound infects and infests your radio. During the break, I want you to, like, go walk down the hall, go right outside Clarence's office and fart a lot, just right outside his door, especially if the door is open. Just stand, stand there and squeeze, like, just like crazy. Yeah. Right. And then run away real fast, like, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my message for you, Clarence, you idiot. You fairy. The assassin. I thought Pete Boulder was bad. See, just now in these last couple of days, we're starting to find out what's really going on in that place. And when we got that message from no less an authority than Robert Greeper <laughs> yesterday that uh, Joe Bell was in a meeting with Clarence and Bruce Beasley, at that point we knew that the uh, we, we're all done. The jig is up, as they say. Who Is that what they say on the open seas, the jig is up? Capitol Police holding another news conference at 1.30, and I guarantee you it will be as, at least as illuminating as the previous one. In fact, the Illuminati are going to be in on it. Now, who were the other ones before the Illuminati? The, oh, the Knights Templar. That's right. Knights Templar, Illuminati, and then, of course, all those Masons, all those stone Masons. Stoned Masons. Right. Join that club. <laughs> Bring your own jar. I wonder if George Washington had a drink through a straw because he had wooden teeth. Wouldn't you? 1240, 20 before 1. And in fact, you know where he got the wooden teeth? Probably after he chopped down a cherry tree. And, of course, Abe Lincoln, we find out now, was gay. See, nothing is as it appeared. You know, all this crap with your history books. We don't know squat. We don't even know who did squat. Oh, Representative Filter is locked in his office. Uh, yes, uh, we'll be heading out of here. Uh, Spineless coward. Uh, uh, tomorrow or, or Chicken. Sunday. Got to get back. Uh, you know, we, uh, California happens to have a primary on June 6th, so uh, that's very important to all of us. Understandable. How many staff members do you have there with you? There's about seven or eight here. That uh, uh, we're we're down to our last nachos and our last uh, uh, pizza combos. But uh, oh well, let's get some food. Oh, Representative staff. Oh boy, sound like a solicitation for Woo! me. Uh, in a minute, down to our last few nachos and pizza uh, stuffed pizza thing. Whatever he's got, call up Pizza Hut. See if they'll deliver. You idiot. 1241, 19-1 at 560 WQM. This show today seems like about a 75-hour show, you know? Yeah, it does. You know who I blame for that? Josh? Clarence. Oh, the other Wrong guy. Josh. You better, you better start stipulating now. I told you we got that name problem there. And I will guarantee you that Josh Cordes does not want to be lumped or associated in any way, shape, or form with that assassin in there. At one that point, evil, we had four that, Joshes in this building. That evildoer. Hey, if you think you have termites in your home, and we're, we're overloaded with the McQAM, man. We have got some of the worst bugs. But if you think you might have termites in your home, and now is the beginning of termite season, and every year they start chewing up all the wood in your house, and before you know it, you've got a real mess on your hands, before they do that, call Ridded Pest Control today and get a free termite inspection and find out. Ridded Pest Control uses an amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say. Joe Bell is a crazy man. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them. You don't have to tent your home and make a circus out of your whole neighborhood. You don't have to worry about poisonous gas, no moving out or staying in hotels or motels. You don't have to worry about your food or your pets. In fact, you don't have to worry about anything, even your health. Because at Ridded Pest Control, they treat your home with this amazing orange oil. You don't have to leave it all. When they're done treating your property, the only thing left behind is a clean set of oranges for a few days. So if you have a termite problem or think you might have one starting right now, now is the time to nip it in the bud. That's what we're going to do at QAM, baby. we got a crisis. We're going to nip it in the bud. 
Call Rivet Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil cream that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. No tending, no kidding, no BS. In fact, what I want you to do is go out to uh, Publix, get a bunch of oranges. I want you to slice mm-hmm. them open and smear them on Clarence's door on his orifice. Think that'll rid it? And just, just for a good measure, smear a couple on his Rectum. too. Call right now for a free no-obligation inspection. Ritter will come there and check it out for you. Call 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. When you call Ritter Pest Control, be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. It's Friday, you I have strong confidence in Don Rumsfeld. I hear the voices, but I'm the decider, and I decide what is best, and what's best is for Don Rumsfeld to remain as the Secretary of Defense. Rummy's staying here. I'm not going to dump him. I don't care what anyone says. I ain't going to bump him. You want me to ax him for screwing up Iraq, but I'm going to keep him for staying on my track. I know I've kept Cheney, who shoots his own buddy. I know that New Orleans is still pretty muddy. You say I'm a moron? For a prima donna, but I'm the commander. I do what I want. I'm the decider. I don't have to think straight. I don't care what you say. You're not gonna stop me. I'm the decider, and I'm keeping running. I will decide and keep on dividing. But mine's the final decision, and Don Rumsfeld is doing a fine job. Just like Brownie Brown, man, a heck of a job. 12:48. You good news for you, by the way. I know you're uh-huh. very concerned about me being the fashion plate that I am. Oh yeah, I keep a, a notebook. And a friend of mine sent me in the uh, mail, in UPS, a bunch of uh, diabetic socks. <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> they keep you for, they protect you when you're wading through sugar? No, it's a good place to hide your candy bars. <laughs> no, seriously, you never heard like of such a candy thing, pocket. Huh? No, but I can only imagine that it has to do with the circulation. That is right. And they right. don't leave all those stretch marks on your ankles and things. Oh, that's, that's why I can't really... wear socks, man. I don't blame you. Yeah, because they're too damn tight. But these, right. even though, and they're not, you'd think that they were like loose and would fall down around your, like, you know, right. kids wear those. But they're not. Huh. But they just don't have any elastic, elastic in them. Like, are they uh, knee socks? How far up do they go? No, they're like regular socks. Knee socks. Why the hell would like, I wear knee socks? Like, they, the, uh, with my kilts, you mean? They go up to the bag there? They you ought to be the, kilt. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they go up to your crack. Right, right up to your crack. them. Jesus. Yeah. God. Wear them with a garter belt. Yeah, with a garter falling belt. down because yeah. they're loose. And them suspenders. Like well, that's good. that's good. I'm just snapping my. I'm just telling you so I can be a real fashion. That's player. right. I got my dockers for old cockers. Right. Now I got my sockers. And you're still belted radials for the winner. That's correct. Uh, We're going to do well over 1,200 votes today in this poll, man. And I told you it was a good poll. Did I tell you that yesterday? Yes, you did. And of course, by the time the weekend is over on Monday morning, now that's going to be your assignment. I know you're not too pleased about that. No, I got, I got, so, I got something I'll on deck for it. All the stories for the weekend, so I, and I don't want to overburden Josh because, of course, it's a holiday weekend, and he'll be just smashed out of his mind. No, no I do it. In fact, you're good to go for tomorrow already, senior. Well, good. I'll start working on it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm st- you're good unless there's some major. Although there will obviously but don't be do one. that because you, you know you say that oh unless there's something major and then you'll send me you know twenty not major about fifty. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you Stan Major. <laughs> and then I'm going to have him borrow every dime you've got and never pay you back. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> That's what I'm going to do. Send your ass Stan Major. 
No, I, I started to say there will obviously be at least one more story about this uh, breaking news now, about this gun situation there in the Capitol. Uh, problems in the government, and at the end of the hearing, the chairman uh, thanked all of us and then informed us we couldn't leave the room. Oh, it's Professor Jonathan Turley that they keep schlepping out all the time there. He's uh, testifying at this uh, hearing, and uh, they're all locked in there. I wonder oh, if these kids look. are Bob Turley. Look at them all. The there isn't a one of them doesn't have their phone glued to their head. Oh, oh yeah. Crisis. I'm oh, stuck yeah. And, then, and then the congressman from California giving us the sob story about they're down to their last few tacos and pizza shells or whatever. Oh, man. Poor baby. Yeah, poo baboo. Yeah. We'll, we'll call. We'll, we'll deliver some uh, takeout for you, schmuck. That's right. You call, jackass. Call you, Howie's you dorm. Fairy. Yeah. Probably God only knows what they're doing locked in that room. Oh, we know. That's the camera's going on. Congress people and their staff yeah. locked in their room, man. God only knows, and even he's <laughs> blushing about it, what the hell they're doing. I guarantee you they're eating more than just tacos in there. I'm sure. Nachos. Capitol building has been reopened after a second lockdown. In other words, uh, another false alarm. A couple of hysterical women. Oh, my God, he's got... But let me say this to you. I mean, obviously, it's got to cross everybody's mind. If the person they saw with a gun was a plainclothes cop... Wouldn't okay. that person have identified itself and said, uh, everybody get out of here. There's no problem. Uh, yeah, in well, false alarm. they probably didn't freak out, like, in his presence, lest they be shot, you know. They probably oh, went to another room and then freaked out. They probably out. ran out of there and That's freaked out right. and then made that phone call. Like that know to I, I say those broads ought to be on death row right now. I'll, I'll pull the switch. Okay. Yeah. It's like the runaway bride, the same crap that she did. And got, say, of course, she finally had to reimburse them. You know, or supposedly someday is going to. Just like O.J. is going to reimburse the uh, Browns and the uh, Goldmans. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like, just like he's going to reimburse all those people he ripped off in South Florida, Larry King. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, likely story. You suspender snow. That was another fart. Light. That was another part. Oh, in fact, another the other light. night, was it last night he had Rumsfeld on there? Oh, my God. A taped interview that they had. Oh, I watched a couple of minutes here, a couple of minutes there. You talk about shameless, shameless butt-kissing, man. Shameless sucking up. He was tossing marshmallows at him. That, oh, just unbelievable. Even the crap people wouldn't have touched him with your hands. Just listening to the worst swill. And, of course, just, you know, exactly the answers that you'd expect, you know. Shameless. People with no self-respect. And Larry King is one of them. Mark and Sandy LeBlanc said they trusted Tenet Health System Memorial Medical Center to protect his mother, Elvira, when Katrina struck New Orleans. Now they're suing the hospital, claiming the hospital's negligence led to her death. She died? She died. They told us they had plans, Sandy LeBanc, Elvira's daughter-in-law, said, and supplies. They had extra stuff. We asked if we needed to be concerned about trying to evacuate her. They said that we didn't need to evacuate her from the hospital, that there was no need, and she'd be fine. She'd be okay. Okay. According to her son... Elvira LeBlanc, 83, was in the 7th floor life care facility at Memorial for treatment for a urinary tract infection and adjustment of her medications. Neither of which, of course, are like, you know, that big of a deal, life-threatening, etc. She suffered from Parkinson's disease, but her son Mark said she was in stable condition when a hurricane hit New Orleans August 29th. In other words, she wasn't dying over there. But guess what? She did. Ah. About a week later, she was dead, despite her family's journey through Katrina's floodwaters to evacuate her themselves from the chaos of the cut-off hospital. The hospital said they couldn't come on any patient's medical conditions because of privacy rules. The LeBlancs had hired a certified nursing assistant, a CNA, to stay with Mark's mother and give her a cell phone so they could keep in touch. The couple, meanwhile, evacuated northern Louisiana, but soon after Katrina hit, they were alarmed by CNA's concerns. She had fright in her voice, Sandy LeBlanc recalled, and I asked her, What are they telling y'all? And they, are they saying they're going to evacuate y'all or what? She said, Stop saying y'all. That's not what she said. She said, they're not telling us anything, but I can see out the window. So I said, what do you see when you look out the window? And she said, I see water coming up around. 
Two days after Katrina hit and the levees had broken, the LeBlanc said they had no choice but to brave the floods to try to save their mother. In an interview with CNN, the couple describes the harrowing rescue and the heart-wrenching scene inside the hospital. The LeBlanc's grab supplies made their way back to flooded New Orleans, where hundreds of thousands of people were stranded without power. They borrowed a boat, and Mark LeBlanc said he was appalled by his mother's condition. He says he remembered her laying in sweat and muck and yuck. And everybody on the seventh floor chaotic because they didn't know what was going on. She was laying in sweat and muck and yuck. Yeah, yuck. Yeah, he's right. He and his wife said Elvira LeBlanc was severely dehydrated, had no IV fluids. They grabbed her chart and ignored the doctors who said they couldn't take their mother. We just shoved her out the window onto the airboat and said, we're going, Mark LeBlanc said. They promised the staff they'd return to get them and the other patients. After putting Elvira LeBlanc in the ambulance to Baton, Baton, Baton Rouge, they returned to the hospital the next day, Le Baron Rouge. I told them when we come back tomorrow, a lot of these people won't be here, Sandy LeBlanc said, uh, told she told her husband, they'll be dead. And when we got back Thursday, the CNAs come out, they were from Life Care, and we saw, uh, uh, I said, what happened to the patients? They said they all died. Alvaro LeBlanc died four days after her son rescued her from Memorial Hospital. The family blanks tended for her death, saying she never recovered from the severe dehydration. There were among seven families suing Memorial Hospital. Chris Bruno, a New Orleans attorney who represents the families who are suing, says the hospital is responsible for those who died. Chris Bruno. Write that name down, okay? I'm going to be needing a real attorney when I sue all these bastards here at Beasley. Okay. Banjo Boy Group, Inc., and when I sue Clarence personally for stress and for uh, all the other crap that he's doing to try to, like, undermine our show. That stuff that I heard this morning, you, 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 you think you understand. You aren't even close. You're not within a million miles of perceiving just how pissed off and foaming at the mouth I am. All right, what if I stand over here? This is the cash cow, baby, and this is the one show. And because it's not a sport, you're, you're right, man. Because it's not a sports show, they couldn't give a flying crap about us. If it was up to them, they'd find a way for me to do a show without either one of you guys. Yeah. In fact, they, they find a way to do a show without any of the three of us. That's right, without you two. Just that's the numbers. Right. If they could have the you numbers without two. having the pain in the ass that's people right. involved. That is correct. With their sports, with their jock-sniffing mentality, man. A bunch of overgrown little children. Even VUM would be embarrassed to have them on their staff. Even Mike Rosenthal wouldn't talk to them. Bunch of quizlings. Bunch of simple little fairies. 1257 at QM, Capitol Hill Police, another big press conference at 1.30 about nothing. Nothing. Maybe they'll tell us what happened to Sean Relieve. Who? Exactly. Is hey, what's better than Aruba? staying cool in that hell house? Yeah, well, what is a hot house? Is that like a um, greenhouse? Where they grow flowers? Yeah, huh? greenhouse. Like the one in uh, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, remember that? That's right, and uh, where Kurt Cobain blew his brains out there in that movie. And I still say that Rebecca D. Mornay looks like a slightly more attractive Hillary Clinton. Not much more, but slightly more attractive. You're not far off. What's better than staying cool, comfortable all summer long and all year long in South Florida? How about getting an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? You can get this fabulous system in town from Royce Aaron Heat, where they've been taking care of Tri-County area families for three long, amazing generations and doing a stupendous job of it, too. As a Carrier factory authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction. And that guarantee is backed by Carrier, the people who invented air conditioning in the first place, and now have come up with something new and even more exciting, the Carrier Infinity System. This one performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself to make sure that you're getting maximum efficiency from it. And don't forget to maintain maximum efficiency on your current air conditioner. Join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Twice a year, they'll inspect and tune up your system. You'll enjoy priority same-day service and 10% off any needed repairs. All of these things, all of this, all of these things, for just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed infinity system with Puron or peace of mind with a Comfort Club, either way, make the smart choice, the Royce choice, or R-O-Y-C-E, Royce Air and Heat. That's 1-800-377-0075. 
That's Carrier. Turn to the experts by calling Royce at 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Not just the one to two hour, it's a phenomenon. I'm dying out of here. Absolutely. You fairy. Anybody here seen Jack Abramoff? In his orange jumpsuit and fedora, he screwed a lot of people, but thieves sometimes get caught. A garden variety neocon. In other words, do we anybody here? Please thank you, Tom Delaney, for the shelf and hogs ahoy. These kind of slides, they long in Camp K.Y. Abram of Dobson and Tom. I just sent your good, close, personal friend and attorney an email. You know what I told him? I give up. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, he had emailed and said he was going to call me at 2 to get an update on the latest uh, madness here. At, uh, I, I just, I won't deal with it. I just don't want to deal with him. I don't want to deal with them. On September 29, 2003, three days after it became known that the CIA had asked the Justice Department to investigate who leaked the name of CIA, covert CIA officer Valerie Flame, columnist the unctuous Robert Novak, Nazi-in-chief, Telephone White House Senior Advisor Carl Rove to assure Rove that he would protect him from being harmed by the investigation, according to people with first-hand knowledge of the federal grand jury testimony of both men. Suspicious that Rove and Novak might have devised a cover story during that conversation to protect Rove, federal investigators briefed then-Attorney General John Ascroft on the matter in the early stages of the investigation in fall of 2003, according to officials with direct knowledge of those briefings. Ascroft oversaw the CIA plane leak probe for three months until he recused himself and allowed Special Prosecutor Patrick Fitzgerald to be named to take over the investigation on December 30th, 2003. Sources said Ascroft received a special briefing on the highly sensitive issue of the September 29th conversation between Novak and Rowe because of the concerns federal investigators that a well-known journalist might have been involved in an effort not only to protect the source, but also work in tandem with the President's chief political advisor to stymie the FBI. What was I telling you about how Bob Novak belongs on death row? I agree. Rove testified to the grand jury that during his telephone call with Novak, the columnist said words to the effect, you're not going to get burned and I don't give up my sources, according to people familiar with his testimony. Rove had been one of the two senior administration officials who had been sources for the July 14, 2003 column in which Novak outed Plame as an agency operative. Rove and Novak had talked about Plame on July 9th, just five days before Novak's column was published. He was the pimp, man. He was the pimp. Just like Joe Bella's the pimp. Yeah. By the way, yes. if you should hear something like us and the line go dead, uh, it's because we're uh, going through a really severe thunderstorm right now. Too bad. Just thought I'd warn you. If I had the line go dead, I'll just get out of here. Okay. I'll just bail out. 1,179 votes. We're going to do well over over 1,200 on the poll today. That's pretty good, huh? That's a pretty good feather in our cap. And, of course, who the hell is around now anyway? It's Memorial Day holiday weekend, right? 
Right. Everyone's bugging out. Everybody's getting out of town and good. Uh, you know, be safe. Have a good time. Get out. Get out. You too, Norma. Go away. Don't be calling me. I, I just told him I'm not going to answer the phone at two o'clock. He's going to call me at two and bop, 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 you know, and, and just ruin my life that much more. Get me all agitated. I don't want to do it. I don't want to rehash all that. In addition to which, you know, after the horse is already seven miles down the road, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm talking about dragging your feet and just uh, letting things drag on and get to a point of just absolutely uh, in, insanity. Just forget about it. I know I sure will. Come 2 o'clock, I'm forgetting about it, till Tuesday at 10. Now, wait till you hear this story. Imagine an invisibility cloak that works just like the one that Harry Potter inherited from his father. Did you see this story? No. Researchers in England and the U.S. think they know how to do that. They're laying out the blueprint for developing the exotic materials needed to build a cloak that will make you invisible, just like Ray Milland. Although I don't think it was Ray Milland. I've Claude Rains. for years. Claude Rains, the invisible man. Why do I keep saying Ray Milland? I don't know. you got a brain, a brain fixation fart. something. Oh, wait a minute. Now, what's his facts? Oh, it's a schedule for next week. Oh, boy, I wouldn't plan that far ahead. That sure took a long time. I beg your pardon? Put that in there a half hour ago. Well, it's just coming over right now, man. Oh, in fact, out of paper in that machine, man. Oh, no. One moment, please. Oh, no. Okay. Okay, you don't need any of that stupid-ass music. I'm right here. Everything's under control. Look at this, Monday, George, and 10 to noon. Oh, oh, my God. Orlando, noon to four at Kendall Toyota. Your old alma mater. Without Mark Jacobson, you can be sure of that. And without Don Cox, you can be very sure of that. Rest in peace. You see that? I see it. And then what do we got the rest of the week? Uh, look at that. Every, what did I tell you? Every single day next week, Tuesday through Friday, from two to four, we got... And you want to know why? That's just a personal zets to me is what that is. Just a personal shot. Well, you know something, Clarence? Let me say it again. And I've said this before, half kiddingly, half seriously. He and I are done. Finished. Finito. There will never be another verbal exchange between that creature, that piece of walking turd, and yours truly. Under no circumstances. You can, you can mark it down. You can mark down 109 on Friday, May 26th. And you can write it in blood. You can contact the Illuminati. Okay, anyway, can I get back to the story about the invisible cloak? Please. The keys are special man-made materials, unlike any in nature or the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, intended to steer light and other forms of electromagnetic radiation around an object, rendering it as invisible as a hole in space. You ever see an invisible hole? Yeah, actually. You fall right into it without even noticing. Yeah, that's what Duff said. Rectum! Is it science fiction? Well, it's theory, and that already is not science fiction. It's theoretically possible to do uh, these things, but what's standing in the way is our engineering capabilities, said John Pendry, a physicist at the Imperial College. Details of the study, which Pendry co-wrote, appeared in yesterday's online edition of the journal Science. Scientists not involved in the work said it presents a solid case rock solid, for making invisibility an attainable goal. All right. Pendry and his co-authors are... Propose using metamaterials because they can be tuned to bend electromagnetic and visible light, for example, any direction. Do you understand this? Yeah, more or less. It's sci-fi yeah. stuff. Huh? I'll uh, believe it when I don't see it. Uh, like a river streaming around a smooth boulder, light and all other forms of electromagnetic radi or, uh, magnetic radiation would just simply flow around it, continuing on as if it never bumped up against an obstacle. That would give an onlooker, right, uh, what does it say? Well, there's something missing here. Right through the cloak with everything tucked inside concealed from view. I like that. They're mm -hmm. concealing it from view. Yeah, you're right. Sounds like a bunch of hocus-pocus to me. And who now cares about Harry Potter anyway, except a bunch of stupid little punky kids. 
I think Harry Potter is evil. I think that the Antichrist right. is involved in that. I'm going to call that Dove Foundation. Call the Dove Foundation and tell them before they worry about any TV programs, they ought to take care of that little bastard Harry Potter. Hey, Harry. You fairy. Yeah, rhymes with Harry. Piece of crap. Yeah, I, th I think today we we have reached a a watershed moment in the history of this show. Speaking of that thunderstorm? Yeah, that, that's what, well, God is pretty pissed off, man. He's pissed off at Clarence. Wouldn't surprise me if a bolt of lightning goes right up Clarence's rectum between now and like 5 this afternoon. If I was him, I'd be real, real nervous next time I started my car. You know what I mean? I'll hand him a lightning rod. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. Who best fits this? We have 1189 on the pool. We'll be over 1200 in the shake of a lamb's tail. Not two shakes, one shake. Who best fits this? A celebrity who became even bigger after their death. No matter how big they were, uh, bigger they were during life, even bigger after death. Elvis, 273. James Dean, 238. Those two seem to be off to the races together. Jesus, 135. Jesus was making a big move, and then he kind of got stalled. Marilyn Monroe, 116. Tupac, 100. Kurt Cobain, 69. Jimi Hendrix, 60. Ronnie Reagan, 57. Buddy Holly, 39. Richie Valens, 33. Lenny Bruce, 27. Jim Croce, 19. Janis Joplin, 18, 13, and the Big Bopper, 11. See, after I said he didn't belong on her, then they started voting for him. Just to make, you know, just to make me look bad. That's right. Kind of like Clarence, you know. Just trying to sabotage the show. Just trying to diddle with our efforts, with our hard work. Twelve minutes after one at 560, WQMA got guilty. Get used to it, man. I'm looking at that next week's schedule, man. You got guilty up the old speaker. Oh, my God. You're going to have be squeaking up a storm. If you love boating, that's a given in South Florida. Well, if you ever thought about buying a boat, stop. And call Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT right now. Why would anybody in their right mind want to pay all the expenses of owning a boat and go through the headaches when you can rent one totally hassle-free? This is the smart way to get on the water and you water. Join the club, Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be amazed just how easy it is. No docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, no hurricane preparation. And hurricane season, by the way, begins next week. With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and truly affordable, too. It's the fun way to get out on the water. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. No getting the boat ready because Club Nautico does it for you. No cleaning up uh, either. All of these things. At Club Nautico, just hop on your boat. Go have a wonderful time. When you're done pulling to the dock, get off and say, hey, uh, you take care of it, and walk away. It's that simple. Club Nautico, 1-800-BOAT-RENT is the number to call. From unlimited boating to pay-as-you-go, from small boats to yacht charters and everything in between, these are the peoples you want to be talking to, Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit what you need and your budget, too. Get on the water today, the smart, the hassle-free way with Club Nautico, 1-800-BOAT-RENT. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. You bastard. Anytime they see that we're lacking in the fold, they provide a headline that will leave you by the door. Who said, they said, is the one who Now they have only one big Don't worry about shit down. We got them. That we're all complete and safe. You got them. We won't attack us no more. We got them. Absolutely. 
QAM. Jolly coming up at two. Get used to it. I, I think basically what they've done is given it to him and they just don't want to announce it yet. I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's basically what it boils down to. What they wanted to do in the first place. Uh, of course. And we keep taking these polls. The audience makes it very overwhelmingly clear that they don't want to hear that hey. sound. That's yeah. just your audience and what right. do that, they know. That's correct. That is correct. Tiny I mean, my small audience. Symbol right. full of people that they, they are. can rot. Let me say it again. They should rot. And they will rot. So anyway, here's a little bit more. I mean, I realize we have this very important press conference coming up from the Capitol Police at 1.30. A staffer for Congressman Kingston, Republican of Georgia, was taken to the hospital during the Rayburn lockdown. The statement from Rayburn's office seems to confirm reports that staffers encountered a man they believed to be armed in one of the building's gymnasiums. A statement from Kingsman uh, spokesman David Al follows. Al, Al, whatever his name is. This morning, a member of Congressman Kingston's staff was in the House staff gym when the Rayburn House office building was put under lockdown due to alleged gunshots. Under guidance of law enforcement officials, the staffer was taken via ambulance to the hospital. She was not injured or shot, just a little shaken up under the circumstances. We've been in contact with our colleague, and she's doing well. Congressman Kingston's aware of the situation. He's encouraged us to remain cooperative with the Capitol Police as they work to resolve the situation. The house staff gym is on the second floor of the parking garage in the Rayburn office uh, building, which is five floors below Congressman Kingston's orifice. How do you like that? So she, uh, that's it. That's what it's all about so far. No shooter, no body, nobody got shot, no blood, no uh, nothing. A Zogby Interactive poll finds that U.S. voters are more distrustful than ever of political and corporate leaders. Only 3% believe Congress is trustworthy. 7% think business leaders are. Only 24% say President George W. Bush can be trusted. And 29% trust the courts. The poll was commissioned by uh, Jim Lookman, an ethics specialist, whose latest book is What Do You Stand For? Three out of four respondents said they trust politicians less than they did five years ago. Three out of four. Seventy-five percent of those polls said their friends, neighbors, and co-workers are trustworthy. And an overwhelming majority, 97 percent, described themselves as trustworthy. Right. <laughs> oh, right. I guess we never worked with those people, huh? No, they got a great sense of humor, though. I'd like to meet them. What a bunch of clowns. Oh, oh wait a minute. To the shooting at the U.S. Capitol back on July 24, 1998, and... Uh... Uh, when two Capitol Police officers were killed. We don't want to hear about 98, okay? We want to hear about right now. Anywhere on Capitol Hill, and that's the reason they're taking the abundance of caution. They're just making sure that they cross all the T's and dot all the I's and uh, and make sure that everything is searched before they give the all clear. Thanks so much. There ain't nothing going on. Now, speaking of uh, things going on, when you hear this, I keep asking myself, 2,500 innocent people and plus the thousands, tens of thousands, maybe 100,000 Iraqis. Who's innocent? They shouldn't have a All thousand. dead for this? Gunmen in Baghdad killed the coach of the Iraqi national tennis team and two players. You want to know why they killed him? I don't know. Wrong religion? Reportedly for wearing Western-style tennis shorts. Ah! 
an Iraqi Olympic official said today. The coach, Hussein Ahmed Rashid, was murdered along with two of his players outside his home in the capital, southern Al-Saidiyah neighborhood, uh, yesterday. A witness who asked not to be named said the shorts-clad tennis players had just left some laundry at the cleaners when gunmen stopped their car and asked them to step out of the vehicle. When, the two, when two did so, they were shot in the head. The third person was then dragged from the car, thrown on the bodies of his teammates, and shot as he lay on the ground. The gunmen then kicked the corpses before stealing the car and making their escape. He added that fundamentalists have been distributing leaflets recently, warning residents of the area not to wear shorts. Don't wear shorts or... But a thing... The incident was a number, a number of a re, the latest of a number of recent attacks targeting athletes in Iraq. Last week, 15 members of the Iraqi Taekwondo team were kidnapped between Fallujah and Ramadi, west of Baghdad, as they returned from a tournament in neighboring Jordan. Their abductors have since demanded 100 grand in ransom. In February, a former Iraqi wrestling champion was gunned down in front of his family in the southern port city of Basra. But don't wear those shorts. I bet you don't have that song. Short shorts. Who the hell did that? The teens, the something teens. Short shorts, probably. Oh. Who wears short shorts? Do you remember that song? Yeah, I do. I'm looking for it. Uh, I'll look it up in the book. No, I got short shorts. got it. Well, that's fairly obscure. You know, I bet you the chicken neck remembers that, though. Who wears short got shorts? shorty swing my way. What the hell is that about? I'll tell you who don't wear the short shorts is the Iraqis, baby. You don't wear the short shorts or a thing. Let's see. Short shorts. Oh, my God. There's a song. I can't say it on the ear. The Royal Teens. Yeah, I told you it was some teens. 358, short shorts. There was a song, 1995, by 20 Fingers featuring Gillette. And I, I can't... Short man. Okay? What's the word in the middle? Begins with a D. As in Cheney. Sure as hell can't read that on the air. No. We'll get joist, we'll get Clarence, we'll get the bamboozled, we'll get like uh, findeted. And uh, all kinds of stuff. 26 after 1. Now, let's see that press conference coming up. I'm sure that... Incremental update, John. I just talked to a top law enforcement source who says that they are winding down the search. This source tells us that they are almost finished. We also... There were nobody got shot. There's no body. There's no blood. There's nothing going on. Just a couple of hyperventilating women just getting all hysterical. Oh, my God! Somebody's got a gun! And, you know, like that. God. They swooned. Exactly. They swooned rhymes with moon. 26 after 1 at QM at the melting pot. Wow, fondue will make you forget about all your tourists. Because fondue becomes a memorable four-course dining experience where it can really dip into some fantastic goodies. You'll enjoy a variety of unique entrees and special melting pot dipping sauces. You'll start your dinner out with the melting pot's renowned cheese fondue, served with three different breads, granny smith apples, and crisp veggies. In fact, stick your thumb in the cheese fondue and just suck on it all day long. Next to Choices Salads, all with the Melting Pot's homemade dressings. Your entrees include lobster, filet mignon, shrimp, Cajun seasoned chicken, pork, portobello shrooms, duck and more cooked in oil or broth. And the Melting Pot dipping sauces are like nothing you've ever had before. That's how good they are. And for dessert, beyond description, no matter how good your verbal abilities may be, you can't describe how great the chocolate fondue is. You have to taste it for yourself. Dip your fresh fruits in that chocolate fondue, your strawberries. Dip your banana in there, your pineapple, too. And your cheesecake and brownies topped off with tasty marshmallows rolled in crushed Oreos and graham crackers as well. There are melting pots all over town. Why not take the whole gang for a real treat this weekend to a melting pot? Not just another restaurant, but a real experience. There's a pot in Fort Lauderdale, Coral Springs, Boca Raton, in North Miami Beach, Cooper City, and a melting pot in prestigious Kendall, too. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. <laughs> 
Breathlessly, that latest Capitol Hill uh, news conference by the police. Mm-hmm. Aren't you yeah. breathless about it? There's that bitch, that Kira Phillips, man. Oh, brother. Can't we get her and Dana Bash? Like, uh, in, get him in real tight, right? That's him. CBS Corp said today that Sirius Satellite Radio will pay CBS $2 million as part of the settlement of a lawsuit against Sirius and the self described king of all media, Howard Stern. In the statement, CBS said the payment is related to the transfer of rights to the recordings of the Howard Stern show. Uh, CBS said other terms and conditions of the settlement were confidential. Remember that song? You got that by Sunday Night? That's one of my favorite songs. In fact, I got it here somewhere, but I sure don't have time to look for it. Because Chicken Egg put it on a uh, CD for me a long time ago. Oh, no. I can't believe this. Oh, oh my God. Uh, it's on Dot it. Records, as in what's Dot? You'll be getting that in the, uh, not this diplomatic house for the next one. I love that. To my oldies folder. My love for you will always be You fairy Confidential to me Okay, that's enough. Good song. I bet you Josh hates it, though. He, he just, you know, anything before 1997, he just hates it. Yeah. That's why I'm going to watch the sh- In the Shadows of Motown, because I just hate everything. I'm still waiting before. for you to watch it. Don't, don't I'll watch it this gonna. weekend. You're gonna, you're gonna, you should, you might have, you could have. I'm a busy man, okay? I'm going to watch no, it this not. weekend. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. You've got plenty of time to be watching that. Just, just to get in, get in the mood. Get in the mood for what? For the Oprah Motown. Watching movie? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to play like the jingle first. CKFW Motown Sound. But you didn't. <laughs> no, <I had> <laughs> okay, that's enough. You're embarrassing me with your bad um, timing there and all of this stuff. Very bad. Yes, it is. We're still waiting the Capitol Police News Conference, and if it's nearly as illuminating as the one an hour uh, and a half ago, you aren't going to learn squat. Of course, there's not really squat to learn because nothing happened. Somebody just got all panicky and got and wasted all the uh, taxpayers' money. And she should be. Oh, there she is. There's one of them on the stretcher there. Uh-huh. That's the ambulance. Swooned. Yeah, she swooned. She looks like she swooned. Looks to me like somebody swooned all over her. 1,224 votes on the poll. Somebody more famous. A celebrity became even bigger and more famous after death than during her life. Elvis, 283. Let's go to Graceland. What do you say? With Paul Simon. Uh-huh. James Dean, 248. Jesus, 142. 
Marilyn Monroe, 117. I mean, during his life, Jesus was just a schlepper. Look at now. Yeah, he's bigger than God. Two-pack, 100. Did I say Marilyn Monroe, 117? Yeah. Kurt Cobain, 71. Jimmy Hendrix, 63. Ronnie Reagan, 57. Buddy Holly, 40. Richie Valens, 34. Lenny Bruce, still 27. That's because nobody in this audience has any idea who that is. Jim Croce, 20. Janis Joplin, uh, 13. And the Big Bopper is still stuck there at 11. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. We're going to get right to the uh, Capitol Police News Shut Conference. Uh, Sergeant Snyder is starting right My now. My name is Sergeant Kimberly Snyder. I'm the public information officer for the United States Capitol Police. This is our second briefing of the day. Our yeah, first one was at about uh, 12 noon today. I just want to give you an update, but I'm going to start with the background first for anyone who may not have been here mm. earlier. At approximately 10.30 this morning, the Capitol Police received a call-in for the report of gunfire in the Rayburn garage. Since then, the Capitol Police has employed several tactical teams, additional officers to methodically search the Rayburn building, which is still in lockdown. I'll take any questions you have at this time. Any injury? Any update on injuries? We have no reports of injuries at this time. Somebody was taken out of the gurney. Was that because of a panic attack? Or, or, the report that, that I have that an individual was taken out on a gurney as a result of a panic attack. Is this because of the incident? This is probably because of the incident, yes. It's a stressful incident. I'm dying um, A lot of people are still wondering uh, oh what's going God. on. And, and the answer to that is the Capitol Police is thoroughly, methodically, investigating, searching the building with all of our experts and tactical teams. The original report was a call in to the Capitol Police. I don't have any further information. Was that the only report? I don't have any information on that at this time. <laughs> oh. All right. Bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. That's it, man. Just just keep writing that on your wrist. Just like the guy in Memento. Just keep writing that down. Bada beep, bada boop. Because mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. It's a bunch of crap. But boy, sure. Start at noon. In fact, the first stuff started at 10.30 this morning. The first press conference was at noon. And I use the term press conference loosely. Mm -hmm. So for like three hours now, man, killed some good time. It was an accident, but nobody got hurt. You know, like in The Godfather. Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger will veto legislation that would require public school instructional materials to contain discussions about the contributions of gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender people if the bill reaches his desk. He will veto it, his spokesman said yesterday. The statement from the governor, who rarely takes positions on bills until they pass the legislature, dooms the measure which also prohibits teaching or textbooks that reflect adversely on people because of their sexual orientation, like that freaking Michelangelo. They didn't have ladders that high back in those days, but he just could float right up there to the uh, top of the Sistine Chapel. He flew right up and had a steady hand. The issue for the governor is he is not supportive of the legislature micromanaging curriculum. Mr. Adam Mendelson, the GOP governor's communication director. California's got an 18-member standards board that is a national model for looking at curriculum, Mendelson said. The governor just believes it's not the legislature's job to determine curriculum. Backers of the bill vowed to continue pushing it through the legislature. The measure cleared the 40-member Senate two weeks ago on a vote of 22 to 15 after a sometimes emotional debate. We're going to keep this going. The governor is clearly doing preliminary electioneering, and I think it's kind of cowardly to do it on the backs of gay and lesbian kids, said the bill's author, Senator Sheila Kuhl, Democrat of Santa Monica. Opponents of the bill argue that it promoted homosexuality and was unnecessary because local school districts can voluntarily offer instruction about gays, like Miss Fudge, for example. How many famous gays can you really name, speaking of gay history? Jay, if we talked about the music industry, we'd be here all day. Elton John, Michael Angel. I'm talking about people out of the closet. Yeah. Tom well, Cruise. David Bowie and McTaggart, but then they went back into the closet. Yeah. 
or, or they got better. I think they outgrew it. Is that what it is? They got cured? They took Something a cure? Something like that. How everyone maybe everyone got, from maybe the they 80s. they got a manicure. Huh? <laughs> Cute. Yeah, that's, that's what you do. That's the cure for them. We can talk about all the manicures. You fairy. Maybe I'll get me a pedicure. Oh, no, that's only for the priests. That's for the pedophiles, the pedicure. You can have a pedicure, and it'll make you a vegetarian. Maybe we can get the cure from Gary Sarner. Now, it's, it's four hours later, and I'm, I'm just curious. Have you given any thought as to what the hell he was talking about? No, I think, uh, I think my guess is the right one. We had a sales hole in there this morning talking double talk man. Even Al Kelly, the late Al Kelly, the great double talker, even he would have been just amazed. and uh, he, he would have been impressed. Yeah. He probably would have borrowed some of that material. Good God. Like that. And the beat goes on. And a new guy, man, he is... Seriously, he is as clueless as anybody. I've been in the radio business since I was 17 years old, 45 years. And I've worked for some good people. I've worked for some kind of like, you know, middle of the road uh, and for some real idiots. This guy is as clueless as anybody I have ever encountered in my life. He is little boy lost, you know. But thanks for those dinner certificates, man. I really need it. That's what I really need from QAM and from management is somebody to buy me dinner, you know. Don't you think? Well, you look like you've missed a lot of meals. Yeah, lately. I look like I missed a lot of meals, and with the paltry bucks that I'm making, how the hell can I afford to buy my own dinner? That's what really impresses me, is getting certificates in the mail at the house for free dinners. It is just... But the search continues, by the way, at D.C. She's not done. The gym? I don't know how many floors of the Rayburn building have been cleared at this time, but we are going through it as we speak right now. <laughs> oh. They could have gone through the Vatican and read all 50 miles of those books that nobody has looked at in all those years. They could have read them all between the 10 and uh, whatever it was and now. They're just acting very deliberately and just a little like our management, just a little slow. This is Neil Rogers. Kind of like Norma Kent, a little bit this slow. This is 560 QAM. Take it, baby. Welcome to another edition of Inside Life with Sportholes. Dre Stan Nasalmist is our guest today. Yo, Dre, Yo. what do you have to say about your admirers who are obsessed and worship you in every way and base their intellect and entire existence on your ability to catch a ball? I don't know what I've been told, but a big-legged woman ain't got no thought. What's your take on the over and under and the under of the over of the underwear? I don't know what I've been told, but a big-legged woman ain't got no mm -hmm. thought. And, and what's your take on those rumors flying around that you're articulate enough to replace Michael Jordan on those NCI spots. They say you're getting close to signing that contract. I don't know what I've been told, but a big-legged woman ain't got no thole. Tell us more about your charitable work for underprivileged children helping to improve their mathematics skills through showing them how to properly weigh crack rock. I don't know what I've been told, but a big-legged woman ain't got no thole. Mm -hmm. We'll be back with more Inside Lifeless Portholes. Have a million dollar weekend WQAM 56 Yeah. 
Miss Obama, but he thinks that he's too young. Maybe he's calling out to write what he's done wrong. No. I just came up with the idea, man. A brainstorm. Our so what's going to be? That's who it is. So what is the gunman? The DC gunman? Either that or... Yeah, I mean, that's right. Guilty's the DC gunman. He's killing us, I'll tell you that. How many votes we got on the poll? I think we're closing in on 1,300. 12, uh, 1244 on a holiday weekend Friday, no less. I think that's going to be a real feather in our crap. Don't you? That's something. In the meantime, all this in uh, D.C. at the Capitol, bada beep, bada boo, like I said, nothing. Nothing. You know, I don't know. I guess I got time because I was going to do this yesterday and I got sidetracked. It's your fault. I know. Smith Center, Kansas. Oh, I can only imagine. The land is flat. The roads are straight and churches are plentiful in this town of 1,800 people near the geographic center of the USA's lower 48 states. So here in traditional Kansas, the recent purchase of land by representatives of the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi to build what they're calling a world capital of peace just outside town, where me meditators will send waves of coherence across the country, has many residents riled and pissed wow, off. Wow, 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 wow. The group plans to spend at least 15 million bucks to erect 12 to 15 buildings for a retreat, a training center, and residences. Some people call them a cult, and some little old ladies are locking their doors, said former, uh, said farmer Bryce Wheel, 50. You're in the Bible Belt, and this is a Hindu-based religion. People don't like that idea. They don't like them crazy religions in the Bible, but they like their religion. The Maharishi's followers practice transcendental meditation. Oh, my God. Silently focusing on a mantra to achieve what they call a state of pure consciousness. They believe TM's got the power to reduce stress and crime, help end poverty, and create peace. Those beliefs are not compatible with Christianity, said Greg Judy, 
of Faith Community Bible Church. Hey, Judy. You fairy. He's one of nine pastors who wrote to the editor of the Smith County Pioneer, warning that they'll compete with what everyone here calls the TMers for Residents Eternal Souls. Not everyone's upset. Mayor Randy Archer said the town is very divided, but we're looking at it with open eyes and open minds. Archer said he doesn't know enough about the TMers to really make any judgments. People around town, he says, are going to make their own conclusions, and so be it. Bert Phelps, president of the First National Bank, says, Sometimes people forget this country is based on freedom of religion. <gasps> Eric Merchner, 54, who's helping coordinate the TM project, says all his group wants is a chance. Give us a chance. They're playing. Give us a chance. Give peace a chance. Give chance a peace. That's it. Give a peace. 152 at 560 WQM. we got a peace coming up. Got it. <laughs> 2 o'clock. That's your new 2 to 4 guy, Gildy. You heard it first right here. Hey, all you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Poker's got all the gambling action you could possibly want. You could plunge your guts out there, man, and still have something left over. Located from just a half mile both from 95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every day. Live harness racing in the smoke-free poker room is open every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker starts at noon. It's going on right now and goes on until midnight. And live racing gets underway nightly at 725, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker Room also features tournament play all day and all night. And don't miss out on Dollar Night Wednesdays when draft beer, sodas, hot dogs, and more. Just a buck apiece starting at 6 in the p.m. Come out and enjoy a fabulous meal in Patton's Place on the fifth floor. You can choose from the Chef's Nightly Specials, a great T-bone steak, or maybe a giant burger or a chicken sandwich. Pompano Park, of course, is also open every day, seven days uh, and nights a week, featuring the best in simulcasting, harness, thoroughbred, and highlight action from all across North America for you to watch and plunge your guts on. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, it's online, pompanopark.com, or on the old phone, 954-972-2000. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. <laughs>
That's one thing that's right.